0: Good everybody, and welcome to the House of Mario. The uh, the South Australian Nintendo podcast was backed by a 120 Power Star rating. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me on the show is a very special guest. is Carpool Gaming's Sean Capri. And, Sean, you, you might have noticed that that intro was a bit a bit thrown together, but I really don't know what we're going to talk about on the show. Not much has happened Nintendo-wise, and doing the show a little bit earlier today, but that's all good. However we can fit you in, my friend. I'm very excited to have you on the podcast.
1: My favorite Nintendo podcast, I have to say, Drew, um, nope. I was I was getting some some takeout, I was getting dinner, and uh, I, was, I was checking Twitter as I do, I'm, I, I'm just a sick human being, I can't help myself, I'm always checking my phone, it's something I'm really trying to look at, mm. and I saw your tweet, does anybody want to come on to House of Mario tonight? And I, 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 I saw it come in, and you know sometimes there's the chance when you look at Twitter and you see somebody tweeting, it says like, 49 seconds ago, so I saw that and I went, ooh, I would love to be on that show, but I don't want to like answer within forty nine seconds. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I I hit the like button. I'm like that was a little that was a little eager. I would say so. Let's let's cool it for a little bit and just like okay, don't don't jump at it too fast. Uh, eventually, I just said you know like what time are you thinking? Like kind of <laughs> interested. You know, to try to play cool. But I'm I'm glad to be here, man. Like I'm, I'm glad we get to to hang out and and just. Just hang out. It's awesome, man. Thanks for having me.
0: Man, no worries. And look, every now and again, I do a post like that because you know Bryce is unavailable or whatever have you. And I've got some people in my mind. I like, hope they reply. Whether it's people in our Discord ah. and of course Sean. I, I, well, I hope they didn't. I hope
1: I didn't cut them off, man.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm sure you did. I'm sure they were just just aching at the bit to come on. But uh, you, you, you got in there first.
1: This never gets aired. You can just record <laughs> them later. This is a, at least you have something now, and you can you can choose to keep it if
0: you like. Yeah, no, I'm just recording this for like a, an alarm to play on my phone every morning. It just plays this episode. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and it'll just yeah. be private, just for me.
1: <laughs> ah, okay. Well, yeah? hopefully it doesn't put you back to sleep though. Hopefully it like it energizes you, it wakes you up, you're ready to go, and not like okay, maybe I'll just snooze for another couple hours here no. as these two gentlemen put me back to sleep
0: <laughs> no i don't know I'll, I'll give myself nightmares i might be appreciative of hearing sean in the morning but hearing myself i'm like oh, i can't deal with myself this early in the morning god
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm in my own head again what is going on here it's mm. no good have you ever had anybody tell you that they listen to your podcast as they go to sleep as if it's like kind of a compliment but it's just like- <laughs>
0: uh no but i i remember that very clearly on the comedy button actually i remember brian altano said Mm -hmm. someone wrote in and said i love your podcast i listen to it every night before i go to bed yeah (laughs) and i I thought that was the funniest thing
1: i'm not sure we're really like going for anything specific here but probably not like bedtime stories that's Probably on the bottom of the list. Yeah. Like look a podcaster.
0: Look, I, I appreciate anyone listening, even if it's like the first 20 minutes just to get you to bed, then you don't check out anything else. So I guess it's better than nothing.
1: That's actually probably a better that's that's a more positive <laughs> take. Yeah. You know what? Even if we're even if we're putting you to sleep, we appreciate you listening.
0: Yeah, have a good night, everyone. I hope you have a yeah, good night. S- snuggle a loved one while you're listening to the yeah. show. Look, maybe take out the AirPod if you get a bit frisky, but you know.
1: yeah. Maybe grab yourself uh, a Pokemon Squishmallow and, and cuddle that tight.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I saw that. I I thought of the Nintendo Drive straight away when I saw that with uh, uh, Kato.
1: Yeah, and and my my wife Chelsea um doesn't really podcast all that much, but she is on top of this thing, man. And oh. whatever it's gonna take, she's gonna get one of these things. She's gonna cross borders if she has to. She's tracking them down. So I'm glad I'm glad for that because usually it's me obsessing over these kind of things. So it's kind of nice when when my wife jumps in and goes, yeah, we're going to get one of these. so I, I'm intrigued. More
0: Obviously, a big Pokemon fan. I love pointless toys in my house because why not? But <laughs> I, I've, I've got no idea what a Squishmallow is apart from hearing it on the Nintendo Drive and that Kato really likes them because they're cute. And now they're collaborating yeah. with Pokemon. i got no idea what they are. I don't, I don't even know it's- if they're here in Australia. I've never seen one.
1: I don't even know if they're here
0: (laughs) (laughs) just an American thing I (laughs) don't know
1: Pokemon ones well the the, the other they're just it's actually it blows my mind because it's really just like cute stuffed animals like they're really soft and squishy and they have kind of generic but cute looking faces and designs and stuff but like that could have been anything like what what about this squishmallow thing that's just been like this total takeover it's the new Beanie Babies
0: yeah. at this point. because they kind of like Funko Pops because Pokemon collaborated with them as well and you got like your Pikachu, your Bulbasaur, Charmander. But I never liked Funko Pops. They got the crazy yeah. black dead eyes and I've got one. <laughs> I've actually got a new Funko Pop and mm-hmm. I purely got that on accident because um, I was on the EB Games website and I forgot my uh, credit card number and I have got had it auto-saved. So I'm just like, oh, let me try and just, you know auto filled this and i just auto-filled it and pre-ordered this funko pop my like, oh. so <laughs> really and, and you just ended up keeping it yeah my god like, oh, whatever okay but 20 bucks what do
1: i have i feel i've got these <laughs> other things These they're they're called um prowls or-, or mega mega mugs i think and they were awesome i should grab one of these off my shelf one of these days um but they were kind of like the precursor to funko's and they're no longer here anymore i got an iron man one and a some other transformer thing up there, and they are really great. They they really look cool. They have like different kind of shapes to them and designs. Uncle, hmm. they all kind of look the same. To your point, like it's all the dead eyes kind of takes it all away. And somewhere up there, I've got a I've got a Nathan Drake and a and a Ryu. Oh, if cool. You say it like that. Yeah. So does, they're pretty. They're pretty decent.
0: Does the Nathan Drake look like? Does he look good, or does he look like a dead human being? Because I know <laughs> like some of, <laughs> I know some of these are like toys.
1: And I think he looks okay. Like he's got a pretty decent, like he's got a good haircut. He's got a, he's got a rope, kind of thing. Just a good wash.
0: Knife and Drake he's look. Him. He's a handsome man. He's got an awesome yeah. chin. The Funko Pop does not do his chin justice.
1: This could be you, actually. Now that I look at it, <laughs> this this could be a, <laughs> this could be a Drew Funko. Can I? I should like print out. My wife has has like a Cricut. She can make like vinyl stickers and stuff. Mm. She should put a, a House of Mario sticker. On this on his shirt, as if he's wearing your merch, and then this is just a Drew, uh, or maybe he's like holding like an Australian flag or something, or we can maybe get some sheep to go alongside him, something like that.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Nathan Drake's got a way sort of um, more neat haircut than me, and is a lot more handsome. So I don't know about that, but
1: more handsome, no. But you know, he does. This is this is quite the quite the do, quite the at the
0: moment it would be like my messy hair, haven't shaved in two weeks, holding a baby. Bags on my eyes, like oh bloody, not enough sleep. That'll be my Funko Pop at the moment. But
1: uh, you're making it look good, Drew. Thank you.
0: Um, I'm wearing my singlet at the moment. I'm looking very Australian, I guess. I got this in Darwin when I was up there for my honeymoon. It says "Crocodile Saltwater Croc." So I'm just like, yeah, bloody. It it looks like I just come back from bloody being a crocodile hunter, coming back, and I'm like, oh, it's time (laughs) to chalk to my Canadian mate. <laughs>
1: it actually looks like something that like you would give to me, like upon arrival. Like I would, I would land in the airplane. And they're like, "Welcome to Australia. Here's your, here's your starter kit, and here's your, here's your shirt and something to fight the crocs off with." Uh,
0: I'm just a poser. We don't have any crocs down here. But yeah, this is just from none, no, 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 because uh, yeah, the, the saltwater crocodiles. Like you do not want to go swimming up in the northern territory, northern uh, mm-hmm. side of Australia. Um, jellyfish, um, crocodiles, all, all of the nasty stuff is up there where it's actually nice weather, but down here it's cold. The snakes are like, "Now nah, oh, we only cold. come out for a couple of months, a uh, a year. You're all good. But yeah, it is pretty cold. Mm,
1: um, yeah, I doubt that.
0: You doubt it. Yeah. Well, oh, of course you're cold. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, I'm saying it's cold, but here I am I in a singlet and you're like, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, well, Sean, um, I guess uh, let's move on to a segment that uh, is very much inspired by your show. Ah. Oh. Back in the day, of course, if we ran Nintendo with Bobby Pauls, each week we do a Guru Geek Out commemorating his legacy and all that. It was because of you that we were able to do this with your blessing. So thank you so much. Um, I don't know if you, if you have one this week. I just threw this on you, but of course... This week, I just want to wish you a happy birthday, mate. A couple of days, Aww. it's going to be your birthday. I hope you have a bloody good time, mate. Um, yeah. Will the family still be out, or will they be back? And you've got to organise uh, everything. They're again? literally,
1: they're literally here for the day, <laughs> and then they're 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 leaving me again. And and oh. for the day, I'm actually going to be probably playing video games with friends on the internet. So. Nice man. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're married this long, and and the kids are not really understanding what's going on, that's kind of what ends up happening. I guess, but thank you, man. That's very that's very sweet of you to remember. Yes, um, my my walker and my cane—they're in the mail. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm just probably spend most of my birthday watching Matlock and other old man activities. Hopefully, get a lawn <laughs> bowling kit or something. I don't know. <laughs> get my
0: bifocals. Lawn bowling is so much fun. So take it up. It really is. You may as well get yeah. it, get in while um while you get some practice before you get to your seventies. They can show everyone mm, i gotta
1: up. i gotta make sure my shoulders are still good i gotta get the rotation and everything and mm. gotta stay gotta stay mobile as we're getting up there in age yeah yeah because like locally
0: no, it- uh, sorry locally here a lot of people actually love their lawn bowls they get right into it all the all the young fellas
1: yeah you gotta get extreme lawn bowling or bocce if you like a little mm. different
0: mm-hmm. so is there any yes. games you reckon you'll dive into um on your birthday or You know, sneak peek, I, um,
1: I was thinking about it and most of the time when I, when I go online and I play like, and when I stream and things like that, I play like whatever multiplayer thing that everybody else is playing, whether it's fall guys or Mario Kart or whatever, but something about like this birthday, I don't know what it was. I was sitting here at my computer thinking like, what do I want to play? And I started to reminisce about like the, the good old days for me when I was, you know, 12 (laughs) to 15, 16 years old, which was a, a couple decades ago at this point, really um but some of like my fate i was starting to think about some of my favorite games of all time and i know this is a nintendo podcast but you know at the time when golden 64 was coming out i was i was on my on my computer playing half-life and games like unreal and things like this on my on my windows pc with my my graphics card and everything so i i don't know what it is but like part of me wants to either just play a bunch of old games that are some of my favorites of all time which i think is a really fun exercise to do every once in a while just to Think about your list of favorite games of all time. Another thing that I thought of doing that I don't know if I'm going to have the guts to to try for it or not, but um, I have two kids, Lincoln and Ellie. And Lincoln is named Lincoln, so we could call him Link for short, of course, Hero of Time. Um, And he understands, he's seen Link. Like, my parents know Link. They they understand this whole thing. Ellie is named Ellie from The Last of Us. And um, it's a little early to show her where she's, what what her namesake is about. And I've been I've been having this thought recently that I would love even for my parents to know why Ellie is named Ellie, like why that's such a great character, especially in The Last of Us Part One, which is obviously the superior game of the two. (laughs) I know we completely agree on this. Um, And so where I'm going with this is I would love to sit my parents down for like seven hours or so and just like show them the first. I don't know how how far into The Last of Us I could get, but I want to show them The Last of Us, like sit down you're going to experience one of the greatest and most special video games to me on the planet. I would love to be able to do that. And I don't think I'm going to be able to work up the courage because I, I think they'll just be sad and feel forced to sit there and they'll make it awkward and I'll just cry at the beginning. So mm. it's probably just end up playing Warcraft 2 or something. <laughs> it's
0: a great sentiment to have, but... It is difficult. Like imagine if someone says said to you like sit here for seven hours and watch this thing. It's maybe, maybe like a movie or something like please watch this movie. But that's where games is a little bit harder. Like if someone's not mm-hmm. interested, they don't have that will to push through. They just will yeah. n- never experience it, which is both a blessing and a curse when it comes to Unless it comes it's your
1: birthday and show that. Oh, you know, yeah. So utilize that. <laughs> utilize it, exactly. my friend. Yeah, yeah no, it's going to be off. That's not a good idea mm. at all. Uh, but that's yeah, I, I feel like I just want to play a bunch of my my old favorite games is kind of kind of in the mode that I'm in not that there's anything really crazy brand new that's come out that I'm sinking my teeth into or anything at that point. But yeah, I kind of just want to go back and enjoy what I know I'll be enjoying. So mm.
0: yeah, I'm definitely in one of those modes at the moment. I really appreciate it when it's quiet. Um, so do I. It's, it's, it's very nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I- I'm thinking about the games I want to play. There's some games I want to catch up on because sequels are coming out, Bay- the yeah. Bayonetta series, um, God of War. I I, I never finished uh, the original game. I-, I smashed it out in like a few days and then I got to a point where I'm like, I got to like a dead end, like literally a dead end. I'm like, where do I go? Yeah. And then I went to another path, dead end. and my like, fuck, I don't know where to go. So I turned it off and mm-hmm. I never turned it back on. So, uh, i that happened
1: to me too, actually. I didn't know where to go and I turned it off until it came to PC and I had an opportunity Mm. to, to review it on PC. And that's really the only reason I completed the game. I'm glad I did. And you know what, Drew? It might be the same for you too. Like, I played that game just earlier this year rather than in 2018. So, four years after it actually came out or so. And that's the point in my kind of father journey that I needed to play that game. So, maybe, maybe it's just not the right time for you yet. Maybe it'll it'll present itself when it's right for you and it'll be it'll land even better because there's really cool messages about you know father-son relationships of course in that in addition to straight up murdering monsters throughout the journey yeah
0: yeah no i'm looking forward to that obviously just playing it in 2018 and seeing a trius just tagging along and getting kind of bullied by his dad <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the whole experience. Like
0: yeah. it, it, it was, it was, it's amazing. Um, so maybe like the second half of the game, where I'm actually a dad now, I might be like, yeah, maybe I should just really be hard at my son and fucking just make him into a, into a warrior. <laughs> you know, just really grind. Yeah, you'll thank me when you're older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be one of those dads, like, yeah, you'll thank me when I'm older. So, and he doesn't. My like, shit. I can't have another one either. It's too <laughs> late. I was kind of
1: banking on that. Yeah, <laughs> I was cool really,
0: I was really open. Oh well, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Really have a diverse approach to my uh, to my parenting. So shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <of a> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually like really enjoying the PlayStation Five at the moment because I um, signed up oh, to nice. to the um, what was it PlayStation Plus Extra. So I've been just mm-hmm. going through some stuff that I just hadn't got around to or that I just haven't played on PlayStation because I played it elsewhere. And um, I don't know if you're playing Stray at the moment, but that is fantastic. I love Stray so I gotta much.
1: to get to it. Yeah, yeah. We were we've recently become a cat house around here, so mm. it seems seems oddly appropriate. And I think I think my wife and the kids will probably play. We we've got it downloaded for them. It's great that it's on PlayStation Plus Extra. Um, but yeah, i haven't haven't jumped into it yet. Like I said, I'm kind of um resisting the urge. Although I hear that that game isn't too long, so I probably could have. Crush through it at this point yeah it's, it's yeah i'm kind of just kinda it's interesting avoiding.
0: because um i was looking at a good vibes gaming video they're talking about playstation plus extra and they brought up stray like oh, it took me like three and a half hours to beat and i'm like three yeah. and a half hours i still haven't finished and i'm at five and a half like am yeah. i stupid or do you just run through it i'm i don't know that's, some people dude, are impressive that's like podcasting
1: with ryan turford Like you can't even, you can't trust that guy's playthrough times. like, yeah, this game's 10 hours, like 22. (laughs) It's not 10 hours long. That guy's very good at games.
0: Because I I find in Stray, every little nook and cranny is just so well crafted. And you as a cat, you can understand the curiosity in your house when it's just like, what's that Mm -hmm. ledge? What's that table? What's under that? Because like, you know, you, you can go under a car. You can, every little house, there's just so many things to knock over on the table and all that. And I think the narrative is just really well told as well, um, just through the environment and the little nooks and crannies and um, little tidbits you get from all the robot characters in there. Because I went into it not knowing what it was at all, apart from you jump around as I don't a know cat.
1: anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all I know.
0: And it's just, it's really cool. It's, it's excellent. Um, sort of, I haven't really played a game like it either because it is, you are jumping around, but when you're looking to jump, you're looking at like a ledge and then you look up at it and it's got like the the cross symbol it's like oh i can jump up there and you press it and you just jump straight up there it's like almost like point and click in some ways how you're actually traversing the the city and if it was just like i think that's how
1: cats think that's actually how their brains work like you see a ledge like i will jump there yes this is this is very smooth unless you're my cat my cat is probably five or six pounds overweight and kind of like gets up there eventually like Hmm. One leg at a time. But I feel like they just they look at a ledge and like, yeah, I'll, I will jump up to that. No problem. Yeah. They just think it and it, it will be so.
0: So a, as you're watching it, it, actually looks like a cat just moving around the city. But you could imagine if they put in like just a jump button where you're jumping yeah. around like a platformer like Super Mario Sunshine or something. It'll look ridiculous. This cat's like missing and slipping off and all that. But <laughs> it's just uh, nuts. No, it's it's excellent. I would, I'd recommend anyone really plays good. it if they have a PlayStation or... Um, We'll get it on Steam as well. That's uh, really, really great.
1: I'm trying to think of a game that like its primary mechanic, it seemed, is like you're going to be this animal. Like that's it. We've seen like anthropomorphic animals. We've seen sort of like, you know, play as a as a bear with a bird in his back or whatever. But like this seems to be <laughs> like the most you're a, you're a pet mm. as like Echo the Dolphin back in the day. Like the whole thing was like, you're going to be a dolphin. Wouldn't that be cool? And I guess this is the first time we've seen like you're going to be a cat and that sounds like a good time. I've never, I've never asked for this, but here we are. We've got this stray game. Yeah, yeah. everybody's loving it,
0: especially like this well animated and just the way it looks too. Like totally. We had like you know, I guess on PlayStation Three, there was Tokyo Jungle where you could play as a, a bunch of different animals in this uh, deserted city, but you know, it it didn't look like like that realistic. Obviously, it was years yeah. ago at this point, but I think this one, this one's really special. I'd love to see the developers maybe tackle, like, a different animal next time, like a dog. Like, I would die for a game like this for a dog. Yeah. Where you just... Because, uh. like, if they can they can capture the curiosity of a cat in a city where it's like, oh, what's under there? What's there? But, like, a dog. Imagine trying to capture the gameplay of It's like, oh, what's that? Then, like, you go and chase it. I don't know how they can do that, but it'll be Dogs interesting it, if they could.
1: Swap out the breed and everything. Like, I would say, like, I don't know. Maybe I don't know anything about cats, but, like, you could have put any cat in there and it would have been probably a similar experience mm. like what if you go from like chihuahua to like like i don't know a like great dane or something yeah that'd be awesome or yeah that'd be great oh my gosh that'd be awesome Be looking. Like that's up. what we need we need some sort of like dog mmo like if we could just all like <laughs> show up together you know with a bunch of dogs that'd be great
0: i'm imagining like an rpg with like different classes and roles yes where all the breeds that yes. have different different uh like stats and that but that'll mm-hmm. be pr- that would be cool
1: are your tank yeah, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually really want that now. That'd be awesome, whether it's realistic or pixelated or whatever have you. That sounds awesome. No,
1: there's your if we ran Nintendo moment. Right if there. Native game. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, may- maybe not Nintendo make it. They're like, oh look, we'll uh, release the dash Dashound uh, oh, maybe six six yes. months later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in an update. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's it's too soon. It's too real.
0: Oh no, it's never too soon to bag out oh, Nintendo when they do some dumb yeah. shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I am geeking out about, um, since you asked, I, I have recently read all of the Scott Pilgrim books and I am just totally head over heels in love with this whole entire series. I don't know if you read the Scott Pilgrim books, Drew. I haven't. But I highly recommend this. I don't, I, 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 I don't know what came over me about this time last year. I just decided I'm going to get into comics and this is my gateway drug and I've completed the set and we're releasing sort of like a, a play-by-play on our Patreon. Just like we're going to walk through every page and talk about it and everything and, I can't stop thinking like like it's in the truest sense of the geek outs Scott Pilgrim is what it is what is that for me I just can't stop thinking about it I'm consuming all the music I'm like watching more YouTube videos about this thing like it's just I am completely geeking out about Scott Pilgrim for the first time where I feel like if you've gotten into it like you were into it 10 years ago like everybody else (laughs) but I'm very late to the game here I don't care and I I'm just really enjoying it my friend.
0: I loved the soundtrack to the movie and the game, but the I, game I soundtrack. It's awesome, isn't it? Like, it's so good. I barely even touched the game. I bought it when it re released on Switch, but back in the mm-hmm. day, I I barely played it. But um, I got. I, I don't want to run into parade, but the movie. Every all my friends were telling me like, oh, you gotta watch the movie. It's the best thing ever, and I watched it. I'm like, oh, God, this, it was fine the movie the movie's not good yeah so yeah so okay, was, you're not, that, like, okay yeah no right. so it,
1: that ended my that ended my I, I i read ryan turford and i are reading him at the same time he's my co-host on the xbox drive and um so we were being reading at the same time we read book four we talked about it and then i'm like man i i gotta go jump ahead i gotta get to book five so i read that and i'm like well mm-hmm. now i'm one to the end and so i just finished it off and i'm like well my family's out of town i've got all the time in the world let's just let's just watch the movie and i'm watching it and i'm like I'm like three minutes into this and I messaged Ryan. I'm like, I don't like this character. Like already mm. I don't like what I'm seeing. And then, yeah, maybe halfway through. I'm like, this is not, this is not what the movie that I wanted out of this. So I'm very much like the typical, Oh, the book was better. Kind of thing, <laughs> but the book was way better. The movie is incomprehensible. I can't imagine if you hadn't read like the books, like, I don't understand how anybody's supposed to get what's happening in this movie. It's so disjointed. It's just a disaster. And I don't like it as my verdict on it. Drew.
0: Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I thought I I just felt so outcast because I was, I didn't really see like, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I just watched it. It was a movie. It filled in like an hour and a half. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't get me too excited, but I've, I've also never been a movie person as well. Like I, I don't get me wrong. I love movies, but when it comes to like critiquing them or whatever, I'm like, yeah, it's it fine. Like it, it entertained me. This was um, a movie. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I, I, I went and watched uh, the m- most recent Wonder Woman film whenever that came out, and my, my mate was oh, yeah. just like, oh, that was awful. I hate it. I'm like, that oh, was fine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I don't know. Everything 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 is
1: a seven for Drew.
0: My popcorn was salty. Seven out of 10. My coke was yeah. sweet, and the movie oh. was uh, visual aid for eating. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's all I kind on of Name.
1: What else are you watching? What else are you looking for? Yeah, it's mm. fine. Yeah, it's a bit like so you're a... not having any like soul affirming experiences watching any movies. Not like like changing your outlook on the world or anything or energizing you or anything.
0: Uh, of course, there are some. Um, yeah,
1: Armageddon. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, no, I don't know if I've seen that. So maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, personally, for me, my favorite movie is The Greatest Showman. When I want, I don't know I... What that is. It's um, it's a musical, uh, which is mm. I, I've never been like oh, I love musicals or whatever, but I don't know. In 2017, that one just hit me something fierce. I cried in the cinema. Wow! And I, I think like it, it was because it was just it was just so happy and like filled with hope, and it just it just made me swell up, man. And the soundtrack, like I love the soundtrack to that movie. It's um really great. Like Zac Efron and all all, all of um the actors in it are just. Uh, so mm-hmm. good, then go and watch it if um if you haven't. I don't know what streaming well, platform it's on, but go and watch the Greatest Showman. There's a recommended <laughs> recommendation from Drew here at the House of Mario. Greatest Showman, go and All watch right. a, Go and watch a musical. It's like sort of pop rock kind of um
1: from from music. Movie Man himself.
0: Drew. The me- movie Man, everything's a seven except for that. but It's a ten. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll watch that. You watch Armageddon with uh, Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis. They're gonna blow up an asteroid in space, keep it from crashing into the Earth greatest movie ever
0: i'm of that. I, I, I swear i've mo- I watched movies with that concept i don't know if it's at that exact movie though yeah it might <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, there was there was deep impact <laughs> was pretty dang close they did this every once in a while they mm. had a bug's life and ants they had um the white house one white mm. house down or something like that and the other one yeah it happens every once in a while yeah duplicate movies are made
0: yeah, no. What's well, a great concept? I, you know, like, oh shit, the Earth is gonna blow up. That's a, uh, that's that's troubling. Better fix it. Yeah, we should probably do something about that. Exactly. <laughs> Get these oil riggers up on a space
1: shuttle and getting them up there. They'll take care of it. Yeah. It's gonna be great. No,
0: surely, surely it will work out. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's the one at the end where like the tidal wave just like washes those people away when the comet hits the? I think
1: that's Deep Impact. It's not as good. I'm I'm just gonna go out and say this. I'm sure people will have comments mm-hmm. about this, but Armageddon is. 10 times the movie of deep impact. And I'll tell you how, you know, this Ryan Turford thinks that deep impact is better. So that's, how
0: you <laughs> know. yeah, the most, that's the, how you know, one of the recent podcasts you guys done, like he just had a different opinion to it. Every, everything you said, which was, which he's was great. It I, lo- I love the, he's,
1: nah, he's just doing it on purpose. He's just trying to get to me and it's not going to work. That Ryan Turford,
0: that silly Futter. weatherman on the moose. Jeez <laughs> Louise. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess let's talk about um, I guess our thoughts on the Switch at the moment because I know like uh, recently Bryce and I were done an encore at the House of Mario episode all about Mario Strikers and it sort of led into a conversation about you know we're, we're not exactly thrilled with Nintendo's sort of handling of their sports titles and the games they try to keep I guess keep us entertained by doing updates just over time but the product just sort of comes out as a bare bones experience and even what they do include kind of doesn't really make up for it because I I believe these products, like, they're an $80 game. They should be like, oh, I need to entertain the kids and it should be given to them. It should be a full-fat product. It's not like, it shouldn't be like, oh, it's it's six months later. I've got to put Mario Golf back in because, oh, my God, I need to um, keep playing it. But I guess just with, like, the sports titles, Nintendo's sort of recent releases, how are you feeling about the platform? Are you sort of enjoying it? Or are you um, not so much enjoying it? Then I'll, I'll jump in as well.
1: I am strained. I am not going to lie to you, Drew. This is, I I've spent most of the last like 12 months or so just kind of like all in. And I've talked a lot about this on the Nintendo Drive about how I'm like, you know, when when I was podcasting with Bobby and Animal Crossing came out and he was all in on it. And I was very frustrated with a couple of things Nintendo was doing at that time. And what I found, even after expressing all of my frustrations and everything was, Sure, i I may have been even been objectively correct in my assessment of Nintendo at the time. But what I realized is that it actually doesn't matter at all because, like I'm not changing anything. I can scream to the ends of the earth. I can until I'm blue in the face, until I'm totally out of vocal ability. And it doesn't matter. Nintendo's gonna do what Nintendo is gonna do. And I came to the realization that I kind of just wanted to have fun with Nintendo. Like Nintendo is something that for many of us, has just been with us since the beginning of time and represent so many wonderful memories and so much great potential and the switch of course just as a system is top tier it's exactly what we asked for by the way like that I, that never happens with nintendo we got ex- where well, we get exactly what we asked for that the switch is that especially back in 2017 and so i was frustrated with nintendo and especially with animal crossing in that you know there's there's no cloud saves you only have like one island per game per console like a lot of really silly limitations on it that i i just was like i kind of have had it So i was frustrated then and again i kind of came to this realization that i'm not having fun with my strained relationship with nintendo so i just thought i'm gonna park my critic hat at the door and i'm just gonna buy whatever nintendo is putting out because that sounds like a fun time like i i really <laughs> swung from one end to the other i just like bipolar let's just go absolutely crazy on this and I had some fun buying games. And for the most part, I actually think that I went on a bit of a run where the games were actually really good. I bought like both Pokemon games I think were really good. And Trial Go Strategy was really good. I actually got to the point where I bought too many games I couldn't get around to it. Mm. And that's a good place to be in Nintendo land. Um, but then golf was part of the mix. So I was like, ooh, maybe maybe I should be a little careful on just buying every everything. Um, and then as you brought up with Strikers, I'm at the point now where I go, I just don't know what to do with Nintendo anymore because this is very frustrating I feel I feel taken advantage of I feel like I'm taken for granted and this is where I end up with Nintendo where it feels like a sick relationship and I'm not sure if that's a really healthy place for me to be with my video game piece of plastic like mm. should I feel like I'm in a relationship should I feel like it's it's equal or fair and like does that even make any sense I don't I don't know all I know is that, when i look at even splatoon 3 coming up here and i look back on golf and strikers and a few other examples it's like is that as guaranteed to be an a plus experience on nintendo as i once thought it was because to me splatoon came right out of the gate with the wii u and was like they nailed it it was so good and people really loved it and it seemed to check off all these boxes splatoon 2 came out and people remember those conversations like is this really a sequel what does it even mean to be a sequel is this 1.5 like all that stuff now it's we're very far away from splatoon 2 we're very far away from the wii u days like splatoon 3 i feel like it has a certain set of expectations or i have a certain set of expectations for it and especially it almost has to like make up for the shortcomings of some of these other recent games that i've brought up with strikers and golf and these kind of things so it's like it's a tall order that the, the, the bar is very high for Splatoon. And I vocalize this only f- even if just for my own benefit to go, maybe that's unrealistic. Maybe that's not very fair, but that's kind of where I'm at because I feel I felt let down for so long that it's going to take Xenoblade next week, later on this week to really crush. And I'm so excited to see reviews. I think tomorrow as we record this or today for you, I think um, we'll see how that goes. But at the very moment as of recording, a little frustrated.
0: Mm. Yeah, I definitely feel the same way. And in some ways, I'm sure you have these sort of thoughts as well. Like, you know, when you're talking about you you just want to have fun with Nintendo. I'm sure that's how how we all feel. And when it comes to doing this podcast, I I keep in mind, like, you know, people are coming to this for, I would assume, mainly entertainment. Um, And it's also sort of... Sort of a thing. Like I don't want to just be like, oh, I'm happy and whatever about you know this corporation totally. and their products all the time. Especially when I feel like, like they haven't delivered, especially for how much you like you're paying for them. Like here in Australia, I don't know what the Canadian price is for a full price Nintendo game, but eighty dollars. Eighty dollars compared to a PlayStation Five game, which is one hundred and twenty-five dollars. So it's it's not quite the most. Exp- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking tell me is about it. Really? It. Yeah, tell me about it. It's um, it's quite egregious here. And, yeah. Because um, every, everyone's like, we're not going to go into it, Sean. I know you hate this conversation, but everyone's complaining about seventy dollars in the states, and even with yeah. even with tax in the states, that converts to about a hundred dollars Australian. So we're still paying twenty five bucks Australian over what the Americans are paying. But um, regardless, um, eighty bucks, like you know, that that's a that's a lot of money, and mm-hmm. just for what Mario Strikers was, and I was looking forward to that game so much. Like Bryce Same. and I, we just
1: that was the one.
0: Yeah. Just screaming from the rooftops because mm. I, I know you're you're a football fan. I'm a football fan. We've we've um you know both played it in our lives before, yep. and that that was the sport I was excited about and had um a history with the series a little bit on GameCube and especially Strikers on um on Wii, and mm. it, it was just it was just a repeat. And you know I feel I feel silly just for not seeing it coming. We we had tennis and golf from Camelot, and I put a lot of the blame on. On Camelot, but it's it's obvious that it's a Nintendo decision. This these are just games to you know put out in between big hitters, and whether that's commercially viable for the company, you know, to delay Breath of the Wild to make the sequel the best it can possibly be. You know, I think there's going to be games that are maybe necessary to keep keep the wheels and the lights on there to you know keep going. But we're just going to be, I guess, more aware of what those games are for Nintendo, so we don't buy them because
1: well yeah, yeah and it's frustrating because nintendo has this magic where they release a game and everybody who has a switch buys that game and we've seen it with mario kart and splatoon and some of these games and they bring people together in ways that like xbox and playstation can only dream of and maybe maybe mm-hmm. they're somewhat getting there with the game pass and playstation plus mm-hmm. um where games come day and date so everybody has access to the games but in nintendo land people buy the games on that day. And so everybody's looking to play together. Like when somebody drops a Mario Kart night, everybody shows up to Mario Kart night. And but unfortunately like there's some weird limitations with multiplayer. Now, but Mario Kart is probably one of the better examples of this. Mm. But it's just too bad that Mario Kart is such a it's it's on its own island, you know? And even the way that Arms does its lobby system is the best out of any of the multiplayer games. It's the best. It's better than Smash. Um doesn't quite do a multiplayer lobby system as good as arms. The one, the game that nobody cares about, like like 14 people played that game. um Everybody else bought it. Apparently it sold like 2 million copies or something, but only, only a few dozen people actually played it. So it's like, <laughs> it's so inconsistent. And so I, I can't make up my mind where I go, like, I'm tempted to just go, I'll play single player games because that's where I know it it should be pretty good. Like Kirby was really good. I thought that was, that was a a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure the next breath of the wild is going to be great. And when they do like a 3d Mario game, those are all really good. But there's this conflict that happens when they drop a game that should shake the world out of its orbit in that everybody is going to like leave work and play together, but you go on these systems and they suck. And it's like, you're so close, Nintendo. And I just, I wish that it even seemed like they were trying. And now I really feel like I'm just playing the role of Bryce. <laughs> There's maybe a few <laughs> less F-bombs here, but uh, I'm just kind of like, I'm frustrated, man, since you asked the question. But so yeah, like, where what do we do from here? I look to Xenoblade and just cross my fingers that that's going to be great because I'm i a fan of the first one. I played the, the Definitive Edition. I'm going to skip the second one because there just ain't enough time for that. And fingers crossed on this one but man alive come on nintendo
0: mm. yeah i think uh yeah f- for a while in this show i just you know i just I'll, i i come to terms with nintendo's online and i think a lot of people have just it, it is what it is it's awful it's not what it needs to be they are charging it for it <laughs> charging us for it now um, and they so, have been for a while yeah so there's um there's some <laughs> there's a bit more to it now like it's i like, oh Mario Kart we it's uh yeah it didn't work that well but whatever mm-hmm. but now now we're actually paying for it especially like if you just want to trade pokemon you've got to sign up for like 30 bucks a year like it's a yeah it's, a, it's it's a little bit ridiculous if you don't want to utilize the other benefits that come with it but i think if if they want to do these types of games if they want to do they're pushing mario sports games to be updated they're pushing for splatoon 3 they've they've got to step it up there's there's no ifs and buts about it i, I don't want to hammer on it too long because we're yeah. going to be talking about it for the next decade, two decades. <laughs> next
1: week, we're going to be like, Xenoblade's the game of the year. Like, mm. thank, thank you, Nintendo, for this great game. It's, so, yeah, you're right. It's good to be balanced. Yeah.
0: Because, it, like, honestly, they just do not understand. And it's a good thing sometimes when they look at other, they don't look at other platforms and they do their own thing and you get this unique sort of experience out of it. But sometimes you just go, got to go, like, just do a partnership with with someone who's got some good servers can handle it for you. Um, make yeah. sure your dev tools actually utilize the right netcode for the online play so it's actually a, a decent experience. For stuff like Super Smash Brothers, like that is a, a, it's an expensive game, lots of content, a massive community around the world. That needed rollback netcode for that game. I know it's more expensive. It might be more harder to utilize, but I think Super Smash Brothers sells 20 million plus um two dlc packs for a 45 dollars here in australia
1: it's a flagship game yeah it's it's a reason people buy a switch is to have that game like there's there's not too many of those around in the world there's no there's no excuse and it's not like they have to like create rollback like it, it exists like this is something they don't have to invent it like it it already is a thing that exists like why not just adopt it in there so yeah i'm with you on that for sure
0: mm. So yeah, I I just feel like a little bit like oh, that's why I've been playing like my PlayStation a bit because I just I'm sort of I'm just super sort of burnt from what Nintendo's been doing. It's been sort of a one-two punch of Nintendo Switch Sports, which is like, hey, yes. and like we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit, but they're like, oh, the free updates out today. We're adding compatibility to that accessory we sold in the box. Yeah, so you can actually use it to kick a football and do the volleyball move. Is is where's, that, really, go- where's that what's happening yeah so where's golf <laughs> so what do you like this is it's, it's uh a,
1: and, and man even my treasured and my beloved mario kart i've been thinking about this a lot lately i don't know if you have any thoughts on this um we bought the i don't know you i think you got you guys did as well the um the dlc the new the new bonus tracks for for mario kart 8 and it's like there's all these there's 48 tracks or cups or whatever and all these things are going to come out over the next 18 months or so awesome okay so we all did some pretty quick math and said that they're going to do two cups every time they drop there's x number of of cups to do that should be about like one update every i think three or four months or something like that and it's been at least that maybe even double that that we've gone through e3 season and haven't really heard anything and i hate to say it this way but i feel like i've kickstarted something without specific roadmaps and the reason I bring that up is to say this about Nintendo and where I think we're going to find myself so that I'm not just like whining and complaining the whole time. I'm not buying anything until I know the the complete picture because far too often we are almost, and this is where I feel like I'm taking advantage of. We are making up either excuses or giving the benefit of the doubt. And I don't think the benefit of the doubt is, is earned anymore. We keep saying like, Oh, that, surely they'll have this feature in the final game. Surely they'll have what we want in the final game. They haven't mentioned it yet, but i it has to be there on day one. How could it not be? And whatever it happens to be, whether it's Strikers or Nintendo Switch or even this Mario Kart DLC, it just, it doesn't show up on time. We don't even know what on time actually even means. We don't know what feature complete even means. We had to wait for the first update for Strikers to start to understand like, what are those updates that they alluded to going to mean and I think I'm kind of at the point where I'm just gonna have to wait until I see the the complete picture. And that's just I feel like it was a Kickstarter that was released like five years ago that was supposed to bring a 3DS game to the Switch and still isn't out. It's a pretty specific mm. example for anybody those following along.
0: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. but it, it damages Nintendo's reputation because sure does. I. I feel like when it comes to a first-party developer, whether it's from Nintendo, Xbox, or PlayStation, they're making their games as a showcase and a reason to buy their platform, to get in, to spend money on other third-party games, DLC, um, just download Fortnite, spend a million bucks on cosmetics, whatever have you. Um, it is not their... I believe it is not their job to be like, oh, we're going to make a even a free-to-play style game to keep you hooked. Um, whether it's including it in Nintendo switch online, that's a different story to keep you subscribed whether it's um, Tetris 99 or hopefully this new Kirby game that's coming out. I'd like to see that mm-hmm. included in there, for example, but okay. when it comes to a full price release um, it needs to be a showcase. And I know like some f- first parties don't seem to r- sort of replicate that for all their games. Like for example, like PlayStation five, like Gran Turismo, that needs to be a showcase that, doesn't need to be. Oh, look, we're going to generate money through microtransactions to buying cars and that. It's like no, that is um that is a premium experience. That's 125 dollars here in Australia. We are not paying for all. We're not paying to access cars in the car game we bought. Um, and I feel I feel the same about Nintendo. And for the most part, you, I feel like I can be like, oh, Zelda, Breath of the Wild too. Like it's it's ordered right now. Like I I can assume that it's going to be great. But if they keep chipping away like this, like, oh, you know, last Mario Strikers wasn't very good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go and get Mario Lawn Bowls pre ordered Definitely right. not.
1: And and that's just <laughs> that's the thing. Like different titles are gonna have that different threshold for everybody. And for me, like it's kind of like Splatoon 3 is really the thing that's like kind of questionable for me. Mm. Breath of the Wild 2, like it's it's without question. Like and I, I haven't been burned enough to start to question Breath of the Wild, but I have been burned enough to start to question like Splatoon. So there's that. Yeah. On the first party thing, I think you bring up something interesting, and Nintendo has now had a number of these releases that we can that we can comment on and be disappointed in. And you bring up Gran Turismo, which is a single instance. and mm-hmm. PlayStation's reputation got really damaged with that release, by the way. like what they tried to do um as far as charging so much for these additional cars, and it's like those are things that should be in there. that doesn't that didn't seem like very good um goodwill to the to the gamers and everybody who bought the game it just seemed like it was predatory and taking advantage of people and all those things. And so they changed it and I think eventually got things back on track but things were very ugly for PlayStation for that title during that time. Nintendo gets to just go like release after release after release and we just keep buying the things. And I just like Xbox couldn't handle like I mean it has I guess it has Halo at this point and it's just this absolute disaster. So I think there's different reasons why it's not exactly like an apples to apples comparison across the different platforms. You know, there are quite a few um, exclusive titles coming to the Switch, whether they're amazing experiences or not. Like you do have a lot of choice on that. They do have Pokemon. They have all these different things. So it's not exactly the same. Um, But Nintendo does have a lot of grace when it comes to releasing some subpar stuff. And I, I really banked my fantasy critic this year on Nintendo, and it is not paying off, man. Like, <laughs> I went for Strikers, I went for Nintendo Switch, and these things are, like, hovering around. I know, like, Metacritic scores aren't everything, but these things are sitting around, like, a 71. It's like, man, Nintendo, you were supposed to be, like, my guaranteed 8 and above on these on these scores. So, and it just hasn't been that way, unfortunately.
0: mmm yeah, it's troubling, and I, I just feel like you know, as a fan, as um as someone who you know talks about them on the weekly, I just I, I I'm I'm not trying to make a change or anything like that, but I'm just expressing my opinion because I feel like it's not good enough. I feel like yeah. you know, Nintendo they make they make plenty of money. They sell millions upon millions of copies of these games. The Switch is at the top of its game, and they're just sort of falling off. We saw this with the Wii. We saw it with, uh, you know, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty going into the next generation. We saw it so many times, and I, I just sort of think that whether Nintendo's struggling to, you know, get enough games out to support that demand, or mm-hmm. they're just maybe struggling with this type of game development. I'm not. I'm not quite sure, but it's. Um,
1: do you think do you think that there is a this will maybe put you on the spot a little bit but we don't really know i don't think we don't really know what our holiday game is going to be like do you think that there's still something that they could announce coming out in 2022 after uh, or maybe around pokemon or something like that um after splatoon that could maybe save the year a little bit because i feel like it's a little bit sullied No at this point is there anything that, that they could come up like what if they have a mario ready what if they have like a donkey kong ready
0: I mean, yeah, nothing's impossible. They could have their marketing team like, Oh, we're really gonna drag this out. And it comes back to that sort of that It's actually the
1: Mario Kart DLC. You're just getting put <laughs> tracks on Mario Kart. They're like, Here you go. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think there is gonna be like a, a another big game where it's like, Oh look, here's like Nintendo's Nintendo's hitter off." it's I feel like it's too late and of course I I could be or hopefully am wrong. Like they'll come out and be like, Hey, look, here's this big game, but even if it yeah. like Honestly, even if it is like the sequel to Mario Odyssey, like you know, the Tokyo team has their game ready to go. I don't know. I don't know if that does a whole lot for me. I'll play it and I'll probably love it. But I'm getting to the point where I'm still I, pissed. <laughs> still pissed. But honestly, I want. I want. Some, I. I'm getting to the point now and switches life. And that's honestly, it's because we've been treated so well, like as far as some of these IP go. But I, I do want something new and whether it, yeah. I, I was really looking forward to the strikers that was something that we haven't gotten for 10 plus years Couple generations mm-hmm. yeah so I was looking forward to getting into that again that's a no go that can be dropped, kicked off a cliff um seriously so I'm I'm looking at like I know like a lot of people are looking forward to maybe an F0 I'm I'm not that big into F0 it's, it's another another racing game to me there's other sort of uh, games that replicate that actually Redout 2 came out on Switch so you know that's an F Zero like game that came out this yeah. week. But for me, it's like Kid Icarus. I would love to see another one of them. There's these franchises I'd like to see again. And I don't know if uh, I don't know if I don't know if Mario will like get me super excited. And of course, i will release a trailer but I'm like, oh my god, look, Mario's jumping on all these. I know. These I was gonna
1: say like <laughs> I, I spent I spent most of this time really coming down on Nintendo, but like I can definitely be swayed back with like a good DK or any of those games. Like they come back with those. And I'm I'm singing the song all over again. <laughs> I feel like things are quite dire for you, actually. Like if even if they come out with one of these games, like nah, no, like that that really sounds like you're looking to PlayStation or even to like maybe even a Steam Deck at some point. I know you got I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs>
0: I, the- I tried. I'm sorry. Well on- <laughs> I know, sorry.
1: As as honestly, started,
0: like, ah. honestly, man, the Steam Deck was um was an option where I was just like, I, I want to play some more of these games, that won't be on Switch. And yeah. also, just really sort of tired of how they're drawing out their online services. Like earlier this year, people are like, "Oh, there's the rumours for Game Boy games." I'm like, "For, for starters, they're not coming until <laughs> until probably <laughs> next like next year." But then they'll be like, "Oh, look, Mario Land One and Two are out." Then next month, <laughs> guess what? Don't, Link's don't, Awakening. Don't you see? Say- <laughs> like it's just, it's it's just it's it's really oh i we disagree
1: on this especially mario land 2 the six golden coins oh my god oh no
0: no no i'm not i'm I'm not saying they're bad i love those games i love those games i'm not saying i'm not putting shade on them
1: i know you're not saying but that's not enough to like turn you around at all it's not something like oh "Oh, yeah like that that's it for me that is actually it i've been waiting this entire time i've wanted them to do remember when they used to do those mini consoles every year the nes one the super Nintendo. and everything and like yeah they were great I wanted a, I wanted a Game Boy one. I was so sure in my head that a game, like that was my console growing up. Um, so if the next best thing is gonna be a bunch of games on some sort of like subscription-based virtual console on my Switch on for Game Boy games, sign me up, dude. I am stoked about that sort of thing. Oh my gosh, Donkey Kong Land, give it to me right now, man.
0: No, s- seriously though, I am really excited for Game Boy games, Game Boy Advance games maybe DS games who knows coming to Switch I really want that but what I'm saying is just with their their service they draw it out they they have the carrot on the stick and it never ends it never ends it's always drawn out and then the generation finishes and they disappear and then we start again and the cycle is becoming extremely tiresome Like I, I don't. You're in, tr- you're in trouble, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I give you, I give you like six months. Like you've got a, you've got a life expectancy. I think with with Nintendo at this point, like you're on a, you're on a death row, dude. I
0: don't know. Not I good. I'm, I'm sure. Like other people can relate. We always go through this cycle. You've been on as well. Of course. But oh,
1: definitely, definitely. And I feel like that right now. Like I really, really do. But for whatever reason, yeah. Like we all have the thing that's gonna that would take us up out of the depths and the dark. And Game Boy really is it for me. Game Boy games on Switch, but yeah, for everybody else, it might be. It might be something else. It might be something different. I'm just surprised <laughs> that there's not like a marquee holiday game either that would really do it. But maybe because it has to be something new, and you're not going to get that. Mm. Well, holiday standpoint.
0: I'm I'm a I'm a massive Pokemon fan. As listeners of the show know, I'm looking. Oh, I'm go. really looking forward to um, Generation Nine. Don't get me wrong, but it's also I'm also kind of. Um, it's a, it's sort of a different conversation, but you know, with Game Freak, just with on the the content rollout they're on, it's like I'd like to see more from them as well. And I yeah, I I know what I'll get from them. I'll really enjoy their game, but I can see their titles now that they're open world just becoming like just being like just generated by a computer, if you know what I mean. it's like right,
1: yeah, and it,
0: yeah, like I I typically you know I complain about Ubisoft sort of you know rollout of their content um as far as like you know just assassin creed every year um like back in the day obviously they rolled that back, back way back now and each game yeah. is just so And they got
1: great by the way when they weren't yeah. every year they got amazing exactly Those last yeah. three games are phenomenal yeah
0: yeah so like, i've criticized them in the past and i cannot be like oh <laughs> ubisoft but nintendo and game what freak point? a pokemon game every year but you know Looks really like sandpaper on the eyes. As much as I love it, as much as I love it, um, is is fine.
1: Sandpaper on the eyes. Good God. <laughs> well, I think I, I think my OLED Kleenex, man.
0: Yeah, I think my OLED Switch um helps with uh, the Pokemon games. But when you put it on your TV, well, maybe I'll pick it up mm. again. Eh, hey? <laughs> put it back in my lap.
1: Yeah, just a, just a handheld. Mm. We can get these back on hand. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, as far as Switch goes, I. I still use my Switch all the time. I'm just not playing as many Nintendo games. I'm playing. Um, I am playing Fire Emblem Warriors at the moment, and I think it's awesome. Ooh, like, I think it's excellent. And I've got Live Alive um, on the dashboard, ready to go as well, which is published by Nintendo, but from Square Enix. Really yep. looking forward to that as well. They're putting out some good stuff from you know second party pub, uh, partnerships and um, all that at, at the moment. But dunno, I'm I was burnt hard, man, as you can hear, yeah. and I, I'm. I really do want to apologize mm. to listeners if they tune to a podcast and they just want to hear like, you know, a bit of fun, a bit of game Nintendo. talk. But, yeah, but sorry, I, I do not want to turn into just like a fanboy and doing Nintendo's job for them, marketing their content. I want to Good sort point. of, I, I want to highlight great stuff. I, yep. I, like um, there, was, there was a friend of mine who um, I met in EB Games and they're buying a Switch and they said, oh, what game should I get? And i was more than happy like oh please get mario odyssey get smash brothers get mario kart make sure you get breath of the wild like there's so yeah, many man. great first party nintendo games just to get off
1: like 400 worth of games like just no joke i'm head, like i
0: know? said to her yeah. i'm like how much money do you have like this yeah. um, you, <laughs> exactly. you got you got five years of a uh, nintendo switch to catch up on so Seriously. good luck with that but
1: yeah and that's great like that's the sign of a great system like when we when all is said and done we'll look back on the switch and go they really did it. They really crushed it. But it wasn't Absolutely. as consistent as, you know... Like, the, the 2017, I loved... You guys did it, didn't you? A couple... Of, uh, was it last year you did... You ranked the year of Switch? It was can't remember. so good. Yeah. I feel like that was... Couldn't have, Early
0: be this that. year, late last year, maybe. I don't know, maybe like I think it was year. like... Maybe yeah. the anniversary of the Switch. March.
1: Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't sure know. I, I can't remember. No, so. I'm glad you remember. Oh, <laughs> anyway, <God>. very <laughs> cool. Like, I I love it. I And I think that the Switch is is unique in that way where you it has such um prominent years of its life cycle like i don't think of xbox in that way i don't think of playstation in that way like let's look at the first year of games like especially the way that switch came out of the gates in 2017 it's like that's the playbook on how you launch a console and we and we have since had a, a couple new consoles rolled out and they're two years into it and they still haven't matched the output that the switch had in 2017 i don't think I don't know if anybody has um i don't know i feel like i like that's a that's a gut statement i would want to like use my head to actually like think about that for a quick second but i actually i feel like there's nothing that that matches breath of the wild and odyssey in the same year you've got a great splatoon game something crazy in arms that actually that actually worked and like that year was that year was great so i think everybody should launch a console like that
0: yeah uh, 2017 was my favorite year to be a gamer like even even on the PlayStation yes. even on the PlayStation side, got Gravity Rush Two, which is a like a dream sequel I'd been waiting for. Um, Horizon Spider Man, um, Spider Man. Oh, Horizon, yeah,
1: Raider, Of course, yeah, mm. to- Ra- Oh, Spider Man and God of War both in twenty eighteen. That's damn Yeah,
0: so P- PlayStation had a bang year the year after yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, look, I I am in, I am down in the dumps about it, but. Still got s- like even like indie game wise, I got heaps of stuff loaded up, ready to go. So, um, yeah. thankfully, it's not a Wii U situation where it's like Nintendo as a publisher aren't doing a good oh, job. Totally. So then you have got nothing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even if you go like, there's so many indie games I'm sort of checking out each week, and it's uh, like the perfect place to play them. And I don't know, you've what got if,
1: What if they started porting 3DS games? Like, what if you what if you got like a link uh, link between worlds? on switch somehow like i know that there's two screens and everything but like what if they started to kind of show you that that's the next couple of years worth of switch games you get one or two 3ds ports because like for me that's another area that is mm. maybe silly and again they're just taking advantage of my wallet a little bit but i would buy every single one of them yeah and just give me all like give me 3d land give me mario 3d land i think that looks i think that game is amazing and i love 3d world i love they brought that back over from the wii u um there's a lot of 3ds games that honestly like and i love the form factor of the 3ds i am so close especially with this bit of a dry spell i'm so close to just like charging up my 3ds and mm-hmm. playing some of those older games as well because there's such a great library over there that they i mean i don't know anything about making games as far as i know you just take like the 3ds file right click save as switch file absolutely and you just put it on the eShop. <laughs> i think that's how that works so nintendo there's your, if we ran nintendo at least that's us, what i would do is i would love to see some of those games come over a link between worlds is one of if not maybe even my favorite zelda game i adore that game.
0: oh dude it, it was so such great. a surprise because it came out the same day as um as 3d world and i i remember being like oh 3d world it's the next you know 3d mario game it's on the hd console and there's this a uh, there's this 2d zelda game or well, you know sort of 2d um not yeah. really but you know what i mean um, but in the, the art style, when it was shown off in directs like, in that, it was like, oh, it looks, looks kind of strange, a little bit like yeah. it lost its um, art style and a bit of magic there. Mm-hmm. But playing th- um, 3D World on the Wii U, it was, it was great, loved it. Multiplayer was actually a really surprising addition to it. Yep. Um, but Link Between Worlds, I'm like, this game is phenomenal. Yeah, and man. look, we, we've got an expectation when it comes to Zelda and yeah, we'll match that, I'll have some fun going for the dungeons. But it, was, it blew me away and me I just got um, in the summertime when it came out here, I was, you know, working um, hospitality. So, I'll get home like midnight and I'll get out the 3DS, get into bed and just play it. And yeah. I, I just smashed it out and I barely slept um, that week. And getting to the end, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should have seen the ending coming, which I won't spoil here. But mm-hmm. when it happened, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, man oh yes it's absolutely awesome so you know link between worlds obviously if it comes out on switch like yeah I'll, I'll buy that
1: but yeah i'll push people out of the way to go get it first like that's mm. that's where i'm at with that game that and it had one of the greatest uh 3ds excel designs i love that you flipped it open and it was like gold on the top and like dark on the like black on the bottom the gorgeous is like gorgeous reflecting each other so jealous so, i didn't so have good. it did you have it i have it's in perfect condition oh. i have that thing like wrapped up. oh it's in yeah I, beautiful i adore that one, mm. yeah big
0: time stunning yeah
1: bobby and i we got a little ridiculous with our 3ds collection like that was before i, I had kids so we too. were buying things and like you know <laughs> i bought chelsea a 3ds like i think it was a yoshi edition like for her wedding present and right over my head over here somewhere is a Majora's mask one that i don't think i've opened that was the new 3ds that xl that that one's you know?
0: awesome as well that's about 600 bucks here in australia i think if you go on eBay. is it really yeah
1: yeah. I should probably like, I <laughs> I should probably look at some of those. Although maybe I don't even want to, I don't, I don't actually, mm. I don't buy these things to sell them. I don't no. I, that, that was never really a thing, but this is just the, this is just the craziness of Nintendo fandom fandom where in the, the, the dark days of the Wii U, they put out amiibo and we spent God knows how much money on it. At least we did. Mm. Uh, my family did. And 3ds, all the different, different versions of them. Um, we have a couple of doorstop 2DSs in the house, but I really regret not jumping on more of that. Um, yeah. Because I think they're actually pretty rare. And is and if you are the type to invest in that sort of thing for a, like, turn them over and, and sell them, I think those 2DSs are going for something pretty good at this point.
0: Because um, uh, they released, uh, when Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow came out in the Virtual Console, they released special editions of those 2DSs. And they will like, mm-hmm. tr- like, see-through and colors of all the versions. And I should have jumped on it, should have jumped on yep. it. And um, friend of the show, Dane Peavy, he, had, he, he went and picked them all up and he had them pre-ordered at EB Games. And I think he went in and like, you know, picked up his pre-orders and there was kids behind him. Like that uh, couldn't buy one <laughs> because he, <laughs> he he probably pre ordered the last one. And I think I think that I think he you was saying that like one of the moms is like, Hey can can I have one for my son? And he's like, No. <laughs> he felt real bad. Absolutely
1: to- not. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. It's just- yeah. Remember this for next time.
0: And I really did. wish I wish I jumped on one of them. But I've yeah. uh, how many 3ds's I've got? I got the I got the original. I got the XL. I got the new 3ds yeah. XL. I got the new 3ds, which is just the standard. I got yeah. two Pokemon new 2ds XLs. I just don't have the like the, the cheese wedge because I could not see myself playing on that. Um, we only have the for, awesome for the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kids, of course, that'd be awesome for kids
1: it's funny because the only way they they they're the exactly the same they're both the red ones but the only way they know which ones is for who like which one's for Lincoln, which one is for ellie is one of the thumbsticks has been like removed so it's just like the the hard plastic underneath and that's that's ellie's of course Mm. it's like in the the third party controller she just gets the busted <laughs> one it's like if you're second oldest you're kind of getting hooped on that
0: because i think like if i had a 2ds even when my son's old enough when he's five six whatever that'd be perfect yeah, yeah. for him even years later like here you go mate Here's oh yeah here's new super mario bros 2 or whatever even if so totally
1: lincoln's yeah. first game will go down as animal crossing actually it's so funny because i think we've all grown up thinking like what would our kids like first game be like for, for me it was probably super mario or something like that and as it turns out like super mario is pretty hard, um, especially if you're to try and give it to a two or three year old. But like Lincoln was was playing Animal Crossing with no real objective. He wasn't like, there's not really anything to win and he didn't care about any of the questing or anything else. That he, he was just walking around and shaking trees. And for him, it was about understanding that when he pushed up, the character went this way. And when he pushed down, the character went a different way. And that was such a great thing for him. And now, yeah, five years old and playing a bunch of, bunch of different games, but mm. that will go down. I, I definitely encourage yeah, Animal Crossing or something, something else other than what you would typically think is like a first game experience for a kid.
0: Mm, absolutely, that's my
1: unsolicited dad advice for you. I don't know why I went down that road. So no,
0: apologize. it's all good because um, I remember you saying on one of your shows, like Lincoln was going around just like yeah, sh- shaking trees and seeing what you comes would do it out. in real life. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like that TikTok what was circulating. Obviously, this uh, a young man who's into Fortnite. He's just going around just bashing a bush with a stick. <laughs> Just trying to get the the loot or the parts out of it to um Mm -hmm. to uh, do some building, so then you can shoot some people. Yeah, Um, I'm telling you, man. Hopefully, doesn't. I
1: told the story on my show. Like (laughs) my kids play video games in real life. Like we play Fall Guys in real life. We run around the kitchen and dodge imaginary obstacles.
0: I used to play Pokemon in real life. My friends and I used to be like. Like we had our party of three Pokemon. Like oh, I've got a Mudkip, yep. a Trico, and a Torchic. And like, oh cool! Then oh, yep. we're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my Mudkip, and it's gonna go for a swim in the lake. And then my friend, we're just like describing it all to That's each other, and what our yep. Pokemon are doing with one another. And then we'll play pretend Pokemon. Like I'll be Skeptile doing like Leaf Blade on um, my friends, and it, I could imagine the teacher just being like, Oh god, the next generation, what's going on? But you felt alright. Yeah. Well. Maybe, I've still got yeah, a lot of growing so. up to do, Sean. I'm only twenty eight. Yeah, I'm I still a young boy.
1: That. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Still, <laughs> I've still got a lot of life to lift, Drew. <laughs>
0: that's right. I've still got a bit of height to get. Maybe yep. not quite. Maybe a bit, getting a bit of a <laughs> belly, actually. So I'm still growing in that respect. I'm way heady on that, man. But I've got to go back to the 3ds games. This is the this is the point I'm going to hammer until it happens. Whether it's going to be for yes. another decade, but it's going to be. I'm with you. For, like for example, uh, link to um, link between worlds. That game is perfectly fine on 3DS. Go back and play it on 3DS. If they put it on Switch, it'll be great. But if they don't, just get the 3DS copy. But a game that will really benefit from being on Switch, and I'm going to just hammer this into the ground, and the listeners are going to be shut the fuck up, Drew. But that's Kid Icarus <laughs> Uprising.
1: Damn. Oh yeah, you can yeah you can shut up about this.
0: No, Sean, I'm not gonna shut but up. But
1: probably best. Actually, probably best on new hardware. Because where you don't have yeah. to like prop it up or anything you just let the TV do the work and everything. Or the fact that the switch actually has a kickstand.
0: Well you can just I'll use like use just use the, the analog stick. It's just like a normal on rail shooter, no touchscreen stuff. Because I should have you played it, Sean, have you played Kitty Kurus Uprising?
1: Can I tell you for twenty minutes and I shut that shit off? <laughs> <laughs> No, I, could, I couldn't do it. I'm like, what is that? Like, no, it was, and it was very similar to people are going to, as much as I throw a lot of praise to A Link Between Worlds, um, the DS games, like Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, you have to move with the stylus. Mm, mm, mm. Absolutely not. Get that away from, like, no. Fair I enough. I played those games for seven and a half minutes combined. No, thank you. Yeah, that but is that, that is w the shit all over your favorite game ever.
0: <laughs> that is the problem with like that control scheme though, because it's not yeah. great. It, it was even the point where Nintendo's got to actually make a stand and ship it. You can imagine the um the cost just associated with making that kickstand because of the control scheme. Yeah. Um, but on Switch it'll be fixed, and behind that pretty ordinary control control scheme is a excellent excellent video game produced by. Um, Sakurai Um, so I I would love that is a a game that needs to be exposed to more people with a more accessible control scheme and pretty it up it'll be great on Switch I really hope Grezzo or maybe this rumored 3DS port by Bandai Namco you know it's it's one of them that'll be fantastic but look what's going to happen is it's going to come out in two years and Nintendo's going to be like well we've got some updates coming um, and we put fuck all in the base game so enjoy that my friend yeah, that's what's you to You won't be able to, to play
1: 3DS games unless you buy the Switch Pro or whatever the whatever the new one is. Oh, They'll do yeah. the exact same thing as oh. new 3DS. That's how you play Super Nintendo games. That sounds
0: like a Nintendo move for sure.
1: But you do, you know, you, you celebrate the legacy of our good friend Bobby Paul's the Nintendo guru with the geek outs, mm-hmm. um, and that's wonderful. But I don't even know if you're like by celebrating Kid Icarus, that really is you carrying on the torch. That Bobby was caring for so long. He loved Kid Icarus. So I actually really enjoy, as much as I did not like that game at all, um, <laughs> I really enjoyed listening to you sing the praises of, of this franchise because, yeah, it, Bobby was doing it, but he's been silenced too soon. So it's great to hear you talk about it.
0: I, I, I want to put it here right now. Episode 228 of The House of Mario. If Kid Icarus comes out on Switch or the next platform whenever and it's bad... i'm not a nintendo podcaster anymore i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about van shoes or something i'm gonna just anything else anything else do i have any passion for shoes no but fuck i'll talk about them all day if i have to if nintendo lets me down you'd rather
1: even do that than to than to like you could become like the grave of mario and just talk about how it's just the worst in the world you'd rather you know keep it positive i guess
0: the anti-nintendo podcast yep yeah just uh Yeah, what, what's it? What's House in new- Wario?
1: You'll actually have to be the House of Wario. You'll just be the opposite. Yeah,
0: that's just great. It's like Mizarre what's in world. what's in a, what's in a real negative Nintendo news today? Oh, here we go. Here's a good story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you grow out your mustache is all pointy and stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah, bite your garlic.
0: Mm, so yeah, no, it's definitely. um Yeah, I, I appreciate that we talked about uh, 3DS games a bit there because yeah. it, it brought me back. That's like, what we're
1: getting by the end of the year. By the way, we're getting a brand new ground up wario game we're not getting a new like metroid re-release remaster or whatever we're Mm. we're getting wario 2022 that'd be a great way to end the year
0: yeah oh we got wario where last
1: year i do we still play that game Mm. speaking of games that um maybe could be more feature i don't know there's quite a bit there but my Mm, kids and i we play that still a lot and it's a lot of fun yeah shout out to worry
0: yeah no worry was great i i did appreciate how you could see they actually went to the effort to like make all the characters unique the amount of variation yes. between every mini game and every character like that's crazy like when you see little intricacies uh, intricacies like that in nintendo games that's what i expect not um not strikers fuck i'm i'm so salty i'm sorry i'm just so salty mm. Oh my mm-hmm. god! I feel like the ocean. But it's
1: okay. Shy guy's in it now.
0: They just oh know, yeah, Shy of course. It's fixed. guy's it's fixed. there. It's fixed. Uh, yeah, Daisy. So good. Yeah. Daisy. Fixed. Everyone's like, oh, that was what was wrong. Daisy's not here. Honestly, <laughs> who cares about Daisy? Because <laughs> I, <was, laughs> no, I, I was talking to Bryce and he was saying how like oh, you know <laughs> Daisy's not in it. I'm like, is that 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 can't be that's anyone's problem? That can't be a hanger. Yeah. No one cares about Daisy. <laughs> I'm like. I'm sure, easy, be, I'm sure she might be she might be someone's character in Mario Kart. It's like oh, I'm a big daisy fan. So like, no, you're not. Yeah. You are not a big daisy <laughs> fan. <laughs>
1: absolutely not. You're lying to yourself. Don't lie to me.
0: Mm. It's like, oh Shy Guy. Everybody's oh yeah, Shy Guy, who was like the um the character you could play in Mario Kart DS when you did download play. I'm sure you'll have a great time with him on your bloody soccer team. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No,
1: nah,
0: absolutely fantastic. Sorry, man. Um, yeah. so I guess uh, let's um, I want a little bit more sort of positive game talk I'm, I'm so I, I am just very apologetic I, I, I can't help myself
1: bring it out of you no, I'm sorry just
0: bring it just draw it out of me just like oh put it I on know. your potato chips on that salty
1: hmm
0: but what, what would be uh, I guess one of the your favourite games you've played this year whether it's on Switch or PC Ooh. or anything but let's talk about some games we really do love
1: I will say Kirby really surprised me. Like, I really enjoyed uh, The Last of Us Kirby. Early in this year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing that really surprised me about it, though, now that I'm thinking back on it, like, it really kicked the shit out of me, dude. Like, by the end of it, and by the... I mean, spoilers for this. I, I don't even know if this is spoilers. Like, no, there are more yeah. levels to play. Is, mm-hmm. You're afraid I, to say is that. That's why. Um, there are more levels to play, and holy shit, they get hard, man. Like, that game... It's Kirby, like it's supposed to be like fluttery and and cutesy. But that game is actually probably one of the more memorable experiences on Switch for me this year. I don't know if that says anything about the state of Switch at this point, but Kirby definitely comes to mind probably first. And I've got to get back to triangle strategy. I am the number one triangle (laughs) strategy fan on the planet. I haven't even played the game. Yeah, because I, I have a weird appreciation for that game and its stupid title.
0: <laughs> it's it's funny because um, like early in the year, I've been trying to do like review discussions for games, and I've reached out to you about Triangle Strategy to do a review discussion. And um, I'm glad you haven't played it much because I haven't played it much either. I just <laughs> yeah, I'd bought, bought it. So did I. I bought it Day you know, one. full price. I'm like, yeah, well. Mm-hmm. And I've been finding like Square Enix have been doing these demos where they transfer to the full game. I always download them but never get to them. But like, yeah. e- even the demo, I don't think you get to it. I know
1: that should be the sign though. <laughs> like, you'd think that we would learn from that. You download yeah. the demo, it's the perfect demo. You know, they, they go well above and beyond the way that it's lengthy and the save carries over. Like, that's perfect. And I don't even complete the demo and I go, well, obviously I have to buy the game day one. I still have the whole day. De- like, I could have played that demo for a month mm-hmm. and not just the way that I have, you know, an hour here, two hours there. It would take me a long time to get through this thing.
0: I feel, so. I feel happy, though, supporting Square Enix because that type of art style, that type of game, yes. I'm more than I happy agree. to support that whether I play I it or agree. not because there are some yeah. games where it's just like, make more of this, and I, yes. I'll, pl- I'll play it when I get to it. Hopefully, that's sooner than later, but make yeah. these 2D HD games because they are phenomenal looking. Like if like Dragon Quest III uh, is getting that treatment. Yeah. I want all the Square Enix's games to get that treatment. It looks Big time. awesome.
1: I know, and they better do it quick because you're already starting <laughs> to hear some saltiness around the internet. Like, oh, it just looks like Octopath. And it's just like, man, we, I guess, who am I to say anything? I just spent an hour trashing Nintendo with you for a little bit here. So, but I want, I like, this is, it is such a great style. It totally makes sense. It modernizes things in such a wonderful way. Like, man, a game like Live Alive that I had never even heard of, it It took like Pierce Snyder from IGN to kind of explain why you should be excited about this thing for me to even take notice of it? That it's being revived in this new style. Like, yes, give me, give me more of this stuff. Yes, please.
0: Mm. Yes, because I've, uh, I've got it uh, downloaded on my, um, on my Switch. Do you feel like you'll get to live alive this year or down the track? I, I have to
1: choose Xenoblade. No, I don't. I don't know. I feel like, and when I really, if I'm thinking logically about it, like I go, probably Xenoblade is next. I would love to get to get back to Triangle Strategy, as I mentioned and i have a i don't know if this is a confession or not but like i've really only made it to a pretty key part in uh fire emblem 3 houses where mm. something pretty significant happens just before i think there's like a time skip or something in there yeah. um so i'm just at that point and i'm like i actually feel like i should start that game over and play that for real cuz mm. i love fire emblem games but i'm just i'm at the point where i, I actually need games to be a little bit shorter and i can probably mm-hmm. play like one maybe two of these Big JRPGs per year, so I I actually don't even need like new stuff to come out. I can, as as much as I've just trashed the year that Nintendo has had, it's also okay because I now have time to go back and get to these games I haven't played yet.
0: Oh yeah, I I'm weighing that boat. I've um I've decided that Xenoblade Chronicles three, that's gonna be a game I'm gonna play in a decade once I've finished one two, then three. So I'm oh not... really yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna to ha-
1: play one you have to play it man I'm, I'm i would a, love to hear I'm that. i'm about from. 10
0: hours into one i'm enjoying it yeah um yeah but I'm, I'm also not enjoying it enough to stick with it over other stuff <gasps> that i want to play like even um like uh, atelier sophie 2 i'm enjoying that more than xenoblade oh really i want to mm-hmm. i want there's some final fantasy games i want to get to i'd prefer to play them yeah. over xenoblade i'd prefer to play live alive over xenoblade Digimon Survive comes out the same day. It's like a, yes. a strategy Digimon game with um, visual mm-hmm. um, book elements. I prefer to play that over Xenoblade. Um, so unfortunately, it's just, you know, I'm making some business decisions here where it's like, I, I prefer to play something else, honestly. And even What but- choice though?
1: Like what, and this, I, I don't know, maybe this will be a bit of the flip side to the heel that I was playing on Nintendo a little bit before, but um, Nintendo recently had the partner direct where it's like all third-party stuff. And mm. We heard a lot of people comment on like Nintendo needs to have like their first party stuff and this just doesn't cut it and I go guys mm. it wasn't that long ago when we were on Wii U and the number one complaint about the Wii U is that it needed third party support and now here we are less than a decade later and they have so much third party support that they get their own digital showcase it's like it's switch is doing okay. We're doing all right on that front. I look at that as a win because I'm an old man and I remember the days when the only games coming out on Switch were or on Wii U were the ones that were made by Nintendo, and they were too few and too far between. And they were still holding some of their best cards to be played for Switch at that yeah. time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, the games you just mentioned, all third party. That's awesome to have that those options Definitely. And selection. On Definitely, Switch.
0: yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, th- that direct was. I thought it was fantastic. Like so did just, I. Just from Square Enix, just being like, "Oh, here's a port of Nier," which which is good for. I haven't played mm-hmm. Nier, and I, it's actually
1: oh, it's so good.
0: Oh, it's 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 on my um, it's on my wish list definitely. I was actually going to pick it up on the Steam sale until I found out the PC port's not so great. So I'm like, that'd be a great game to play on Switch. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently because um, yeah, I was talking to Bryce. He, he um, I think it just it's like DRM is just out of control <laughs> as far as um, oh. as far as it goes. So, yeah, I'm keen to play it on Switch and another... uh, What was that other farming game from Square Enix? I forgot what it was called now, but I thought that looked really intriguing. I was keen to pick up that in November as well. Uh, I forgot what it was called just off the top of my head, but then obviously the Persona games and just just, there's a lot of stuff coming out, which is... Holy crap, Which is just... It's exciting and um, like when I say I'm down on Nintendo, I mean, I'm down on Nintendo. Other stuff coming to Switch... All about that. I'm still you know, engaged mm. in the platform, enjoying it. And I'm just, yeah, thankful that we're not in the Wii U days where that means I have to go somewhere else.
1: Where are you at with Bayonetta?
0: Um, oh, yeah. Well, that's another game on my list. So I picked up Bayonetta 1 on Switch and I'm playing through it. I think they're about 10, 15-hour games each. So mm-hmm. I'm going to sort of plod through them. And I, I looked up a Watch Mojo video just outlining the story because the story is like pretty convoluted. And just yeah. from the ten minute video outlining the story, I'm like, that's really cool. So yeah. it's actually it's actually pretty awesome. So I'm keen to just like plod through them. Probably play Bayonetta one on easy, and maybe yeah. maybe even Bayonetta two on easy, and just have my actual Bayonetta experience with three like on normal. Yeah, and get, just assume. get your yeah.
1: scores good at the end. I don't I don't like doing a level and going like C plus. Yeah, like doesn't feel good.
0: Because Bayonetta one it actually has a. Um, on easy, there's an item you can enable and disable, which where you can just basically mush buttons and it does combinate like does combos for you. Sounds it, good to me. Yeah, because cause I always sit at I always sit at like the title screen and be like, oh, should I do easy or should I do normal? Mm-hmm. And you just you want to do normal, but you also can't be bothered. <laughs>
1: yeah, well there's no trophies. Like there's no other real incentive to to do it mm. otherwise.
0: True. Yeah. Cause like um on PlayStation, you might go and look, oh, so one for hard? No, there's not. Oh, right, we'll put it there.
1: I always I always look. <laughs> I have to admit, yeah. I, I do always look. I feel like that's happening less and less, but mm. man, that's the other thing too, that Nintendo like is so unpredictable at this point too. They've spent the last, I don't know how many weeks, like just randomly announcing stuff on Twitter. Like that's just that's just the way that it goes now. That like tomorrow they could say he- introducing our new achievement system. It's called Stamps and also we're bringing back the Meverse because we want to. Like who knows what's gonna happen, man. You can't predict Nintendo, it's impossible. We've predicted E3s before. We get zero points. So you never really know.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I would announce an achievement system. That would um make me very happy, I think. But it is what I I know like That'd a be
1: such an easy way to go back and play other games mm, again.
0: I know like, like a lot of Nintendo fans like who maybe don't play on other platforms just don't care and maybe don't understand like how much like you don't have to do it all the time, but when you're in the mood just to like really experience every corner of a game and tick off a little list and then get that platinum trophy at the end. It's very fun and very satisfying. And yep. I would be all like, especially on a handheld, I got addicted to it on Vita because it was just a perfect yes. to get out of your pocket and like, oh, let's see if I can get this score in Super Stardust Ultra. And mm-hmm. that, that was where it really hooked me. I'm like, I've got to... I've got to get to this point on survival to get this trophy. Yeah. Um. And on Switch, it's kind of like, eh. Like, unless the game is like amazing, like Breath of the Wild, you'll play it just because it's a phenomenal game. And yeah, but it-, it is
1: so. It would be so perfect. The way that it was built seems like they had trophies in mind or achievements in yeah. mind. You know, get all the core seeds, do all the like, just or even just like have this combination, get this food. Like the other thing that I like about it, like people often when we talk about it, we simplify it to. Like the feeling of achievement but i also feel mm. like it guides us in certain ways to try certain things that we otherwise wouldn't really mm. wouldn't think to try and for like cooking i think is an example with with the uh, breath of the wild like i would have tried so many different combinations and it probably could have helped me think about like how am i going to get around this like what is a solution that i could try um getting up the mountain like when it's too hot like maybe there's something or when it's too cold maybe they could guide me in that sort of way. Mm. And that's a nice balance of like, it's not in game. It's not like, Hey, Hey, listen, do this. It could be sort of like a, even a hidden achievement or something like that, that they could have, that they could have done. And that would totally get people to redo it. And you could throw it into animal crossing and people will go nuts. Like it's not necessarily even like a, a set of downloadable content or even like a paid expansion pass or anything like that. You just throw like achievements back into, or stamps or coins or whatever you want to call them um, into animal crossing. And, you reignite what is it, sixty million people, I think, or forty million, whatever it is, mm. people who bought that game? Holy crap. That's what I want.
0: Yeah. I think that's exactly why they don't include it though, because they don't want Because to... I want it. Yeah, because you want it. But yeah <laughs> You know, from from what we've got on record, they just they don't want to be Uh, directing your game experience they want you to play it how you want to play it i guess no
1: that's not true i don't buy that for a second no they they don't mind guiding my playing experience at all they take away voice chat they do all sorts of things to tell me exactly how i'm going to play it exactly how they designed it i don't buy it
0: i don't buy it i was aggressive i don't buy it either and it it would only work for them because people like oh look i might get this game because i want to get the achievements on switch because it works that way for PlayStation and Xbox. I know some games. I'm like, oh, maybe I will get it on PlayStation because it would be this would be a fun game to yes do it on. But then even, some, to, yeah. even
1: just to keep track of the games that I played this year, and I know that that doesn't matter to anybody who like makes the games, but mm. I don't know. I want to be able to like look at the trophies that I earned or achievements that I earned. I can just like fire up an app on Xbox here and go like These are the games I played within this year because they list them as I played them in this in this thing. And I don't have that with Nintendo. Like I, I have to like keep like a notepad going. Like, what games have I played? What games have I completed? Like, mm. that sucks. It does. It feels old. And there's a there's a community that is cultivated through these sorts of things of achievements and trophies and things like that. Like, there's a subculture that is developed. So to not have them, especially in an industry where for so many of the games that exist on other platforms, they've already been developed. Like they actually just take, they turn that off for Switch for games that exist on Xbox and PlayStation. Just like, well, we don't have to do it on Switch. They've already done the work. So it's only Nintendo who's not doing it. But I would like that very much. And I would replay very a lot of games.
0: I would too. I would be all over it, but it's just, it's another thing we'll just assume will never come. And um, we will come to terms I with that. I assume
1: Bluetooth wasn't going to come. Like I said, man, they surprised us every once in a while. They had Bluetooth the whole time it was in there. And they just went boop, Flip the switch, now you have Bluetooth. You can listen to you can listen to game audio or whatever with with Bluetooth speakers. That is crazy. So anything is possible at this point.
0: Yeah, it's like the Switch can support up to what um, four pairs of Joy Cons, so like eight separate controllers. But you can't yeah. put your you can't put your headphones on it. Then they just go, "Oh, look, well, I guess we'll do it. All right."
1: Yeah, I'm I'm telling you one of these days something one of these crazy things is gonna happen either something i've said already or even something like you have a switch light you know how we said you couldn't plug it into a tv now you can now <laughs> it has video up. like i don't know like <laughs> they'll just have they'll just find a way i don't know and and why i'm not sure exactly why why they do these sorts of things and not not others there's no rhyme or reason other than maybe just to you know wacky nintendo they're at it again can't predict them
0: bloody goofballs on there you'll buy it anyways mm-hmm. <laughs> um i guess uh one game I've um, really been enjoying over the last, I guess, uh, well, I played it late last year, but I played it again, was The Artful Escape. Did you play this on Game Pass last year, Sean?
1: I saw you you um, tweeting about this, and I have not played this, but I am okay. intrigued, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like I, I did a full episode on it, just 20 minutes of me talking about it, so I won't rail on it too much, but it's just um, an absolutely phenomenal sort of um, visual musical experience as you're going through it. It's not really, it's not like a super amount of like gameplay. You are moving, you, it is a platformer, but there's no like fail state. It is just taking yeah. in the music, the backgrounds, the story, everything about nice. it. Um, it's just absolutely phenomenal. Played it on Game Pass, played it again on PlayStation Plus Extra. And um, I might even play it on Switch one day. It's it's on sale for like 18 bucks, pretty commonly here in Australia. So um, yeah, it, it, why I loved it so much is just, the story resonated with me like super hard. It's like, it's a bit, it's about a, basically a young man who's sort of in the shadow of his uncle and he's got to live up to his legacy, but he also isn't making his own legacy. And he goes on this balls to the wall, just wacky space adventure that takes him to all corners of the universe. And throughout the journey, he finds himself and who he wants to be, regardless of what other people think. And um, it just made me like really reflect on my own life. And I've never really had that in a game before where I'm reflecting on myself. I've had it where I'm like, you know, the last of us where the characters I'm like, wow. But actually like looking back on myself, being like, wow, this is, um, this was a really important sort of story for me to to check out. But um, yeah, just an absolutely phenomenal game. So
1: that's awesome, man. I, I love that. And I, those are special experiences, you know, that it's almost even hard to articulate. Sometimes we, especially as podcasters, we can go on and on about God knows what. Sometimes every once <laughs> in a while, like a gamer experience, like, I mean, obviously, um, <laughs> but every once in a while, like an experience happens and it's like, holy crap, like that really struck a chord. And I, you know, pardon the pun, I think in this instance, mm-hmm. um, but like, yeah, this is, I don't know, it's a, it's a very personal experience. And that's why we continue to seek whatever the next one is going to be. That's why we keep trying games, even though we've got a list of favorites that we know that we could go back to and play. But every once in a while, there's a, a hidden gem somewhere around the corner that just, it gets you, man. And I love hearing that about this one. Cause it, it's not like your typical, it's not a God of war. It's not the last of us. It's not a, it's not even like a Mario or Zelda. Like it's, it's this little indie gem, little indie darling, as they say, and it has to be discovered. So I think maybe that's also part of the, 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 the joy and wonder that comes out of it. it is like this wasn't really like thrust into your face like a Mario game. It was, you know, it was a, it was a cutesy little game that you discovered upon, and and it really, really did that. So I'm, I, I, I do want to check it out. This is a, it's, it's, it's just a time thing. But I'm yeah. glad that you had a, I'm glad you had a special time with it,
0: man. I mean, this, this might hook you. Speaking of achievements, it's about three hours, and it's an easy. Thousand gamer score that
1: does that does that does and i i do feel like i'm i right now i'm in between games um basically from now the the i guess it's the 26th for the for you does um xenoblade come out on the 29th or the 30th
0: um Australia? That work? 29th yep
1: yeah so we're a couple days like i've got a couple days here in between so i guess i actually could play that in between now and and xenoblade Just throw on a good pair of headphones and enjoy the music enjoy the journey
0: yeah, see, so yeah, it goes for you. I know, like some people who like want an actual, like real game game. Like, oh, I want to like yeah. really test out my ability in that. They, they, you'll find this boring probably. Um,
1: yeah, I'm finding I need that less and less these days, to be honest with you. Yeah, like I just played As Dusk Falls on on Xbox, and it's basically a choose your own adventure book. Mm. You don't even move around. You kind of like just make decisions, and uh and it's a butterfly effect kind of thing, kind of like Detroit Become Human or, um heavy rain or some of these other games. And um, I'm fine with it. I -hmm. played life is strange true colors earlier this year. That's one of my favorite games that I played this year. Didn't come out this year. um, but definitely is up there. And yeah, I'm definitely finding I need less complex systems and paying attention. Like I kind of just want to play games. I (laughs) absolutely coming to grips with what that means for me is like my capacity as an old, as an aging man and but every now and then I'll play something that, that still tests my metal a little bit. But yeah, like just some arcadey type of experiences. Like if there's a Sean Capri game out there like that, it's, it's just these things that I could imagine myself putting quarters into the machine 20 years ago or something. So there's one random one that I haven't played recently, but I do play probably the most frequently, like as in like once per year kind of a thing. And um, this game is called Fury. I don't know if I've talked to you about. Oh Fury.
0: yeah, yeah. This was on PlayStation Plus ages ago, wasn't
1: it? Yes, it was. That's yeah. exactly how I, got how the I played game it originally. Yep. yep. It's. Uh, I think it's on Switch now. I'm pretty sure it's. Yeah, there it is. As well. Yep. Boss rush game. It's made by the Game Bakers. It's just you as this mysterious sword-faring, I don't know, ninja prisoner, and he's just trying to escape to somewhere that you don't really know. And it's all these people trying to stop them, and it's these—it's just bosses. You're identifying patterns. It's very twitch-based because—and the reason I bring that up is because as much as I love um, games that don't require any play or skill or anything, like this mm. is very, very skill-based. Mm. But it is excellent. Like the boss design is Kojima-esque. It's—it's it's flawless in its performance if you understand the the patterns and how everything works like you can just you feel like a ninja it is so good i just adore fury that is my out of nowhere you didn't ask recommendation for a game that isn't remarkably new or anything but i'll continue to sing the praises for fury until they stop making it available it's so good
0: yeah i was i was really shocked when because it launched on playstation plus i'm like well it's a new game I'll, i'll give it a go and um, I, I didn't get super deep into it. I probably played maybe the first three bosses or something. Uh, oh, I love it, man. But yeah, just absolutely fantastic. It, it really surprised me because I really loved um Titan Souls as well. Um, I played it on PlayStation Ooh. Vita like early early 2010s and that, that was a cross-play game on PlayStation 4 and Vita and it's very much the same thing. Like you've got a sort of a map, but you go into like different caves or like different mm. areas and then like there's the boss. Then you beat it and it disappears and you move on to the next one. And it's got like a bit of a bit of a, like an overarching map, but it's not nothing too big and you're just going from boss to yeah. boss. And I actually quite like that, that type of gameplay yeah. where you're like, oh, I've got, I've got a couple of minutes. Let's see if I can beat this boss. So I've gone against it a couple of times and we can see if we can take it down. Very similar to how you play Cuphead, where you just bang your yes. head against the wall oh again, God, and again and again and again and um, again. But yeah. eventually you will get it, even if you're not that good. If you know yes. what's coming next, you'll be fine. It's just hard because you can't predict what's going to happen with these with the bosses.
1: That's just it. And it is totally focused on bosses. There's no other distraction on the game design and no other distraction for you as a player. And yeah, it's, if there's ever a frustration, it's like, ah, I should have seen that one coming. Like that was the tell. He did the thing. I knew he was going to attack me three times, not two. Like I got to learn when to jump in and everything. Mm. It's, it's a special game and it, it is one of those... It, I don't know. It, it it launched into PS Plus, but for whatever reason, I don't know that it really like caught on like a Rocket League is kind of the the famed example mm-hmm. of a game that launched Dane Date into it and became like this sensational hit. Um Fury didn't do that, and that wasn't always like a guarantee kind of thing. Um, but that was yeah, I'd love to see it continue to, you know, come to Switch. It's on PC, it's on, it's on everything at this point, and everybody should play it. I love yeah, maybe more recommendations like that, man. Hmm. I'm trying to get my other Switch. Where's my uh, I got my Switch light around here somewhere. I hear I want to like maybe this is where we just go on to the to the
0: eShop here. Oh, the, the, the Nintendo Drive eShop checkout, eh? Yeah,
1: yeah. Classic segment. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's what's going on over here?
0: That might be a good little segue in uh, segue into uh you know, what's happening in this week on oh, Nintendo it's on eShop on batteries. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Look,
0: I've been playing Switch so much I've run out of the battery.
1: Well, on the on the Switch Lite, I don't I don't I don't play the Switch Lite all that much. I definitely this is just kind of around at this point.
0: Jump on the OLED a Probably bit. I was
1: playing on the OLED.
0: Yep. It's so hard to play on not the OLED now. Like the screen yeah, is just it, so much better. It's not even funny.
1: <laughs> this time last year, I was complaining like, "Why are we getting us? Why are we getting an OLED?" The only upgrade is on the screen. I don't even play it handheld, and then I ended up buying one. So, shows what I know.
0: <laughs> oh well, you know well because you made a good purchase, my friend.
1: I traded in my day one switch. That was really the the rationale behind it. I didn't want to hold on to that thing too long for it to just, for it to die. I would start that thing up and the fans would go, Broom! like, okay, we have to get rid of this thing.
0: Mm, I actually We're regret uh, trading in my original switch, mainly because it would be fun to hack. <laughs> I actually reckon that. Fair way. enough. I actually kind of regret that. Yeah. Not, not to do any cheeky piracy, but you know, there's some, mm. like you can just, you can open that thing right up and, Make it your own little dream machine. It's a good little, yeah, it's a I fun mean, time.
1: I'd be lying if I hadn't at least thought of, like we have, as I mentioned, so many 3DSs around the house. Like I could definitely take one of those and, you know, maybe mod it. I don't know how to do it, but thinking about it. Or the Wii U, the Wii U even too.
0: The 3DS is this um is, is a really fun one to hack. Um, I, I haven't bothered with the Wii U because I don't know, don't really want to, but the 3DS... You can you can load that <laughs> like thing. you can load that thing up with just so much good stuff. I've got like Earthbound. Yeah. I've got um Earthbound. Oh, not I've got Mother Three on there. Yes, translated. Got like the Game Boy Advance games that never came to the service. Yeah,
1: that's that's good to have. Like that's mm. yeah. Why haven't I done this yet?
0: Yeah, because uh you She's know finished. Nintendo doesn't care about their their legacy e shops. Fair enough, you know. Yeah. Um. Just just hack it. Just hack them. Just uh, put it on there anyway. So I have most of the games, anyways. Dreams can never die. Yeah, they I've got. have Hay Pikmin. I actually don't have Hay Pikmin. I never picked that one up. I um, I, I'm but missing hey. a few late releases. I would have liked to pick it up. Yeah, I was probably yeah. playing uh, uh,
1: Ever Oasis. Some of the last games that yeah. came out on on that system. I never did get the whatever the. What was it? Mario Sports or Nintendo Sports? Whatever the one where Mario was no. um, riding horseback. Absolutely not. I never no. got that
0: one. No, good boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a correct decision.
0: Yeah, could you could you imagine getting that one and being like, oh yeah, this is probably is better than the Strikers I would bring. Probably bring me back the thing, there, Sean. Start, that it,
1: would actually be great content of some sort of weird, like maybe an encore or something that you do where you start to compare some of these weird. Off the of sh- off of the wall 3DS games that we didn't really pay attention to. We were getting excited about Switch and compare them to like games that came out on Switch this year. Mm. Maybe we could go back to 3DS a little bit every once in a while.
0: Yeah.
1: 3DS was a great system, man. I really adored that system.
0: I do too. Yeah. I feel like an old man at this point because I was playing that like yeah. when I was in high school. It's like, oh those are good old days with like the two the 2D, yeah. DS and the the blurry 3D screen. Oh, that was the day, was mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, kept losing my stylus. I never lost any styluses, to be honest. Never? No, I was, pretty good. I was very good with them. Oh, you're a good boy. I'm an excellent man, aren't I? Just, <laughs> <laughs> just never lose a stylus. You can trust. Like, if you're like, oh, where do I put the stylus? And you just see me pop up, oh, I can look after your stylus there, Sean. Sure. <laughs> i've got a good i've got a good spot for that stylus
1: i can't wait to go play it later just pull it all like i'll have like a little drew angel like pop up on my shoulder like oh here it is
0: yeah just just, i've got a good spot for that style Sean. you just give it to me and whenever you need it mate you just give me a call
1: (laughs) that is burned into my brain man that's it forever even if i don't even need a stylus i'll be like using my iphone or something or be like Oh, there's
0: Drew. You'll be at work, like, and someone will be like, hey, anyone have a stylus I can borrow? And you just think of like.
1: Nobody would say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you can imagine just like, you're just waiting, you're just waiting for someone to be like, me, the pop up. Like, yeah, here you go, mate. It's a stylus. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a 3DS one that extends, or do you want a little <laughs> small one that came with the original DS? Like, I've got a bit of a variety. This one
1: expands.
0: Yeah, the black market kind of like 3DS. like a little
1: for your
0: whiteboard. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a little Harry Potter one, but for your Nintendo yeah. DS. Very exciting. Yeah. All right. Let's move into the red coin releases this week, Sean, and talk about a few more games that came out this week.
1: All right. All
0: right. So, Sean, the first game that we'll talk about here is uh, Live Alive, which we've talked a little bit uh, on the show before, but it's come out for $70 on the Australian eShop, so it's $10 cheaper than uh, Mario Strikers. So, for goodness sakes, get this instead. Don't become... what are you doing? Don't turn to the dark side like Drew did. Um... I don't know. I feel like on this episode, you're a little bit like, uh, you know, Darth Sidious in some way. And I'm, I'm Anakin Skywalker. And I come to the dark side. You're just trying to draw the salt out of me, but it's working. So I will be your, uh, I don't know, servant until uh, my son back. I feel like I need to come back, back
1: like next week. We need to play some, we need to actually play some new games, enjoy them, and come back for like the flip side of this coin. Oh, you're more than
0: welcome, so. my friend. If you would like to do yeah, that. I'll do it. All right. So, great. Right. The blurb here is uh, Live Alive. Live Alive, originally only released for the Super Famicom in Japan, is being revived on Nintendo Switch. Experience this legendary RPG for the first time in the West, brought alive in the same HD 2D uh, visual uh, style as Octopath Traveler and Triangle Strategy. Meet seven heroes, each with their own unique abilities and lives to live across different time periods. Experience their stories in any order you choose, uncovering shocking developments along the way. So very much looking forward to uh, getting into this one, but I want to finish uh, Fire Emblem Warriors first because that that's a game, Sean, that has that many bloody tutorials and mechanics just yeah. unlocking as you go. Like you think you have the battle system figured out? Well, there's a bunch of facilities and you can upgrade them in your camp. You think you got that figured out? There's a route. There's like a you know relationship whole thing to work out. Alright, calm down. I just want to. F-
1: I need uh, I need a sherpa with that. Like I need like a life coach when I play that. Like hey, Drew. I need to call you up when I play and go like, what do I what do I do with this? And I'll be like, just what do we do next?
0: Press X, press Y, enjoy the game, just hit hit the hit the uh, thousands of enemies. There was one mission where it's like uh, defeat 300 enemies, and I defeated a thousand. I'm like, oh my god, there's so many people on this map.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> very appealing to me, like the style of game, but I, they're they're more complicated than I ever imagined, as mm-hmm. it turns out. Uh,
0: next up is Coromon, which is. Awesome! If you're into if you're into Pokemon, basically, guys, Coromon is what you would want a Pokemon game to be. <laughs> it's like it's been made by hardcore Pokemon fans. It's got a bunch of features that you'd wish you'd want in a natural Pokemon game. It's got like difficulty settings, built-in Nuzlocke modes, um, different forms for like different variations of stats. Um, it's just got so much in there, and it's a really nice looking pixel art. Um, sort of uh, art style as well, sort of harkening back to the Game Boy Advance and DS days. Really cool, 30 bucks. It's a nice cheap pickup. I've been playing it on PC, actually. It came out in March on PC and it got delayed because of some networking issues on Switch because it does have cross-play and cross-save um, between Steam and Switch, which is awesome as well. So I might pick it up on Switch if I can just jump around devices like that. But really recommend this. I'll be talking about this the more I play it but the actual uh, description on the eShop is tame Coromon and explore a vast world filled with thrilling turn-based strategies, brain twisting puzzles and a mysterious threat to the world awakening defeat. Nobody said being a battle researcher was easy. The sun turns to dawn of valor, a new, da- uh, a new day for the world and a new day for you, a freshingly Minted battle researcher of the global research society known as Lux Solus. Um, it's your first day and everything goes smoothly until a mysterious force attacks you. Attacks your latest workplace. Build up a squad of Coromon, track down the invaders, and uh, grapple with a raising threat that endangers everyone. So yeah, definitely recommend this one, guys. I think if you're into Pokemon, you want to have a bit more of a classic experience and. A lot of these features that are put into Pokemon ROM hacks that are like the Nuzlocke's, where if your Pokemon dies, it's gone for good. You can only catch the first monster on each route. And these sort of, uh, I guess, fan-made modes that are put into Pokemon games to make it a bit more interesting because Pokemon games are typically pretty easy. Um, check this one out. It's made by hardcore Pokemon fans by the sounds of it. So It
1: looks yeah. awesome, by the way. You did yeah. a wonderful job describing this. I've never heard of it, so I was just kind of looking up some... Some trailers and whatnot. I've got a wish listed on Steam, and I'm gonna put it on my Switch. I will say too, one thing that um, I want to highlight here, and I don't know anybody else who's who's doing this. You do the missions and rewards on Switch, Drew. Are you doing those? these Yeah, days, a little bit. I've,
0: I've, I've got so much built up where I don't actually have to think about it too much. And yeah, I, go spend them.
1: Go buy some stuff.
0: Yeah, oh my, yeah.
1: My profile picture right now is um, is dubious food from Breath of the Wild. That's my that's my. It's mm. all the blurry. The blurry food. It's wonderful. Mine I highly recommend people is my favorite
0: Animal Crossing villager. It's Filbert, the nice little blue squirrel. Talbert. And oh, yeah. uh, he had this he you know, the Animal Crossing characters, they were coming out month by month. And his birthday yes. was June. I looked it up on Google at the start of the year. I'm like, come June. I'm having Filbert as my avatar. It's gonna be a great time. And that time comes, Sean. And it's been it's been fantastic mm. ever since. But Vent Strikers came my- out. <laughs>
1: i am i am waiting for for al i'm pretty sure his name is al um al. this is a gorilla oh. nobody knows who who al is when's al's um, birthday it's in october oh. so a couple months still okay, okay. Um, this is one one of my favorite clips of bobby paul's who adored animal crossing him oh. and i did not agree on this back in the day um he was he was village hunting at one point so he's doing this thing there's this wonderful clip of him going around his island. who who is that? And he leaps across with his, mm. his little leap pole thing, and Al is there, and he's just this really odd looking gorilla. And Bobby has this reaction to him, just like saying that he's ugly and he has terrible eyebrows and all for all these reasons he hated Al, but he had <laughs> such a wonderful reaction to him that. I want this picture so bad. I've I've got such a weird loving relationship for this. This 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 gorilla who really doesn't have a home. I don't think. I don't think Al is anybody's favorite uh, villager, no. but he'll be he'll be my favorite villager.
0: Yeah, I remember Bobby. He had I forgot the name of the villager he was searching for, but he had like a tremendously just excited reaction to finding them on one of the on one of the islands and bringing them back into his village. Can't remember what the villager yeah. was. It was it was one of like the new ones, like a smug looking kind of yeah. I can't remember him, but I think it was a cat. There was one bit. There was a
1: um, Raymond was one of his favorites, but also Bill. But I don't think that's the one that you're describing. It might have
0: been Raymond.
1: Yeah, Raymond's a cat. Yeah, yeah, it might have been Raymond because
0: Raymond. he he just yeah. lost his shit, and it's it's funny because yeah, uh, like I wasn't that hardcore into Animal Crossing where I'm going to be doing that to find a particular villager. But Me neither. I can I can relate it back to Pokemon where people are doing the exact same thing to get shiny forms of Pokemon. Where like yeah. you know, I've been in that position. Oh look, I got a bloody uh, a bloody. Bit different color Pikachu. Fantastic. So I could relate it back to that and just like I found this uh this cat on this island. So excited, but poor Al. Wow. Yeah. Poor Al. Look owl. him
1: up. He's a he's a funny looking dude. I like him a lot.
0: <laughs> and uh next up we got Red Out. Uh, Red Out 2. You get it for 45 bucks. And uh Red Out 2 is a tribute to classic arcade racing games and the sequel to the critically acclaimed Red Out. There you go. Um, Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) Where racing through a dystopian wasteland of a semi-abandoned Earth uh, is one of the galaxy's most popular sports. Reach impossible speeds in exhilarating futuristic races across an intensive single-player campaign and competitive multiplayer. Uh, Dive uh, deep control systems, robust hover ship customization, and a killer soundtrack make Redout 2 the premier anti-gravity racer. So if you're mm. if you're into your F Zero and you want to see it come back, get this because it really looks like looks like F Zero. We've had a couple of those games on Switch and even Wii U. Um, I'm
1: what's... trying to look for it because I do like F Zero quite a lot. So basically, what you just said instructed me to go get this game.
0: I'll link you in our little chat here if you can see it.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: There's your there's your link. Okay. Okay. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. So published by Saber Interactive Incorporated as well.
1: Right to Deluxe Edition, fifty-two dollars. Sixty thirty-eight for the sixty-seven here. Oh my goodness! Deluxe currency. edition. Mm. Yep. Is there a demo? No. I will wish list this for now, Drew. It is a wish list. This
0: it's a, very it's, cool. It's a wish list uh, thing for me. Korymon is. I might pick it up if I want to play it on Switch also. And Live Alive is, is downloaded, ready to go. So I think a, a good, a good uh, sort of sample of games this week. Obviously, a bunch of crap and some other good stuff has also come out this week. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk. Hey, it's here on Steam too. Hmm. We're we'll talking. Um, was it last week? Bryce brought up like there was some hentai dating game or something. No, it's like a puzzle game where you put together pictures of like hentai anime characters like, so, all right, how did they get on Switch?
1: Sadly, I have no idea what you're talking about. Whether you believe me or not, I don't. I don't know the game.
0: Yeah, it, was, it looked um, it looked pretty poorly made. It but looked like hentai. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the sad thing about it was it was only M A. It was only like 15 plus rated. It didn't even go the full full bore. If you like, oh. it, it was even false advertising in the name. Like, <laughs> if you if you buy that, you want to be seeing some some you know drawn nipple. Or some sure. description. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just putting the, together a picture. It's like, oh, look, it's a it's a person in there, a t-shirt and some panties. It's like, oh, come on, Show a bit a more weird, than that.
1: Weird experience when a video game gives you um blue balls like that, Drew. Oh yeah, oh, it's no, it's just it works out.
0: massive blue balls, just mm-hmm. just aching. <laughs> 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 uh, well, I think that uh, brings us towards the end of the episode, Sean. Um, I'm, oh no! I'm very appreciative of of your time here. I know it's uh it's getting a little bit late over in uh, the land of Canada, but um v- very appreciative of you jumping on. You know, I guess uh me putting out a tweet and 50 seconds later you're jumping on it. So that's cool about it. Um yeah, yeah that was a lot of fun. I um on the on the weekend played a bit of four guys with you and. The, yes. carpool, the Carpool Gaming Twitter called me out something shocking, which made me laugh when I woke up in the morning and saw it. But,
1: but my God. Yeah, we don't do too many clips, but when we do, <laughs> we clip out Drew.
0: Because, <laughs> oh my God, I sucked at full guys something shocking. Oh, I, did...
1: so fun. I love that game so much. Now it's free. Everybody can play it. How did you find it on on Switch? Did it, did it play okay? Was, it, was um, it all right? At least 12 frames a second?
0: It was like It was like, you know, kind of bare minimum, but it worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like every, everything's like a little bit slow, and I think it's running at probably fifteen or twenty frames, so everything looks really choppy. The sort yeah, of you might actually be playing
1: at a disadvantage on that front. Like it's a competitive game; you want to win, but you might be you might be at an uphill battle. With I that mean, one.
0: you put hundred percent. Yes, you are playing at a disadvantage. I don't know if that's what I can blame my skill on. <laughs> I just sure, yeah. I'm
1: <laughs> well, very honest.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna claim to be a, a good full guards character uh, player because um, yeah. when it came out on PlayStation Plus I, I, I played it a little bit but I didn't play it much it didn't really hook me that much but I jumped in because of like you guys playing it I'm like yeah I'll give it a go yep. Um don't know I didn't promptly delete it after I got smashed but there you go Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll be back again yeah maybe maybe see if you guys can well, I'll be back yeah yes I don't will get you true yeah no you will get so. me if anyone can yeah. make me play Fall Guys I guess it's uh guess it's you <laughs> yeah because even like some of my friends like oh, i'm playing four guys all the time i'm getting all the all the costumes i'm just having so much fun my bean looks so stylized yeah doing my dailies yeah. <laughs> I, don't
1: my... <laughs> I don't think i've ever done any dailies <laughs> maybe the closest thing would be like um what was this simpsons tap out the mobile game you oh build, no like, city and everything Remember yeah that? yeah i was hopelessly addicted to that game yeah
0: I, I didn't play it but i just heard that it was super addictive it was so dumb.
1: Are you still? Now on, that I say it,
0: yeah. Are you are you still on the, the game Pokemon game Go train?
1: Um, we haven't played it as much as we were, but we we did um we did fire it up over the weekend. So, but the kiddos are they've got other interests, man. It is is it's these moments are fleeting. This hmm. is the other unsolicited parental advice because they were all in on it, and now we like we catch a couple, and they kind of they kind of move on. And I ask them which are their what is their favorite Pokemon, and they don't remember. Oh. It's like it's wabba fit, Ellie. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> come on, Lincoln. Like, it's e- yours. E- Lincoln's is easy. Like Evie is that's as easy as it gets. Mm. You know, it's not even like you don't have to go deep into the the Pokedex for that one. But, right. Yeah, they're kind of kind of waning a little bit. They they like fall guys now, but that is yeah. A, yeah. It's, um, that we is you a- just go for walks now.
0: Oh no, exercise. We, just... don't even
1: pull out the, oh. we don't even pull out the phone anymore.
0: Oh no, I just want to get out and see the world. Much damn
1: I know. I know it's crazy yeah
0: yeah, yeah that's that actually good advice because if i ever get to the point where i'm like well i've got my son oh, he's he's into shit i like you're stuck here mate. Yeah. but next minute he's not, not for long so yeah that's no, yep. a good good advice um yep, yeah the the, there's great Enjoy. advice on where the gamer cast this week as well um, oh thanks yeah. yeah yeah we
1: had two two amazing dads and then also me um Ooh. that was really cool to <laughs> yeah to chat with marcus and nagachaka over on with gamer cast yeah just a couple dads playing games yeah. figuring out life look at us
0: yeah no i i've really appreciated that like dad gamer talk over the last even couple of weeks you've you've had that on the show and it's been it's been good to hear like how other dads are sort of you know i guess coming to terms with just you know being a dad and also fitting in their hobby and how they relate their hobby to their kids and how how they see being a dad and how that's changed. No, I don't know. Just love that show, Sean. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, man. absolutely love the show and everybody go and check out carpool gaming um, on Patreon. Just go straight there. Give them some money. It's all good. Now <laughs> ch- ch- check them out on all the free feeds, all that. And if you like it, go and check it, check out their Patreon. Personally, I'm a big fan of everything they do. I'm happy to jump on their Patreon and give them some money. And um, for me, uh, my weekends are made personally by Sacred Symbols and We're the Gamma Cast. They're the two podcasts that launch on the weekend on my feed and I have an absolute ball with both of those shows and I, I love We're the Gamma Cast, just having someone different each week, having you, you get that little bit at the start, just, how's Sean going? Oh, his buddy's sick this week. That's no yeah, good.
1: Sounding terrible. <laughs> Last week was, was not very good. I really appreciate you saying that, man, because, yeah, we have a huge amount of, content at carpool gaming obviously all the xbox nintendo and everything that you want to get over there um we the gamer cast is different it really is a it's, it's not a platform specific show it's not really about games much at all actually like they're definitely the we are gamers and when, when we talk but it's really just turned into like getting to know the people who are out there the people who play the games and it doesn't necessarily like lend itself like it doesn't have nintendo in the name doesn't have xbox in the name so it's not like it's like not even close to our like most listened to podcast, but um, the people who do listen to it tend to enjoy it, it does, but it's not very discoverable. So mm. the audience around it is small, but, but mighty. And I, and I really do appreciate you spotlighting it because it's, I'm very proud of it. It's, you know, we've got a couple hundred um, conversations with some of the greatest people on the planet um, just of all walks of life and just really happy and proud that people even want to be part of the show and that people listen is, is really interesting because yeah, it's not a, it's not a format you see in most video game podcasts. So it's pretty different by design and it's kind of nice. Nice to reflect on every once in a while. So thanks, man. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. No worries. And I, you know, with, um with Bobby's passing a lot of, we've talked about this on the show before, but you, you know, what you went through, I, I just wanted you to come back and, you know, just, kick ass and seeing the reveal of couple gaming, the rebranding, everything like you guys are doing awesome. Like really fantastic. And I, I couldn't be any more proud of you. And just as a, as a fan, as a listener, you know, as a, as a paying customer, you're doing awesome stuff. Like, you know, (laughs) thanks dude. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a weird, it's weird. I appreciate it. And we're also celebrating 250 episodes of the Xbox drive so I'm, I'm in Ooh. very much a reflective mode these days. Yeah. And I was tweeting earlier today. I, was, I think, um, we started the Xbox drive when nobody would even think about starting an Xbox show. Like what a laughingstock the Xbox drive was 250. <laughs> so weeks ago, you know, this like, we, we started the show before game pass was a thing. And we actually has, I, I mentioned that on Twitter and somebody said like, what on earth were you even talking about back then? And that's just it. Like we've been, we've been at this thing with Xbox for a long time. The Nintendo drive now PlayStation drive. It's all there. Um, And We love what we do. We're lucky that anybody even listens to it. So it's never really, I appreciate your sentiment. It's never really been about like, I want to like come back and do something. It's really just, Hmm. I've shifted my focus away from whatever it was before to just community and friends. And like the fact that I get to hang out with you, like people are going to listen to this. That's a bonus, but we got to hang out for, about two hours this evening or this afternoon for you. And that's just, that's what it's all about. That is what is as much as we can bitch, whine and complain about Nintendo today, we get to hang out for a couple hours. This this doesn't happen anywhere else in my life. And that is the best. That's the best part about creating content, playing video games, being part of these communities is just, you get to meet some of the craziest people. I get to tell (laughs) my kids that I hang out with Drew and he's from the land of Bluey and they think that is the coolest thing. So
0: there you go. Yeah, I got Bluey in my backyard. He's a great little dog, or oh, she's a great little yep. dog. Sorry, I just you know figured that out when I started watching the show. Um, yeah, like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. as like um as as much as like you know I'm in a I'm in a unusual places like a Nintendo fan. As far as a gamer goes, I'm super happy with like the games I'm playing, the people I'm talking oh. to about them, you know, including you and like the. The people in the carpool gaming community, and also like you know the House of Mario community, and just people on Twitter and stuff. A Really great place at the moment as far as gaming goes, and yeah, having a, having a, just a great time, you know. So sort, sort of talking about it, even even whinging about it, but um, it is yeah, what it is. Exactly.
1: Well, I want to I want to throw it right back at you, dude. Like I I don't joke when I say like this. Really is my favorite Nintendo podcast on the internet. You guys have been crushing it lately i know you probably don't feel that way but Mm. i absolutely adore the show you have such a special community um but your take on nintendo is truly different i just i listen to a lot of nintendo podcasts and i don't get what you guys have here i just don't hear it anywhere else so i really appreciate that you guys are fearless in that it's so easy to just do the nintendo thing and do what everybody else does but this is this is something different you've carved out your own path and to be like Every now and then when I when I get a chance to be on a show like this I think about the people who are listening and how many people would kill to be a guest on this show with you Drew. So I'm really appreciative that you let me on cuz I know there are thousands of people who would just they would push kids out of the way to to be here and be able to podcast oh. with you. So I don't take that for granted. I it's I really do appreciate this chance and to be able to share our, our love or whatever it we have for Nintendo. <laughs> With the rest of the community, it's really special, dude.
0: Yeah, whether it's love or hate. Depends what the week is, what we're feeling. Yep. Depends of it's what... all
1: based in love.
0: Of course. It, it it's comes all from...
1: Heart is all... Yep, it's like the core of it is a good place, but yeah. come on, man.
0: <laughs> um, I definitely appreciate that, Sean. And I think just like, you know, the, since having the kid and what Bryce has um, been up to this year, the House of Mario, is, it, it has hit, in my eyes, it's hit a rough spot trying to just get it out each week and what we can do each week, but eventually we will we'll get back to firing on on all cylinders and keep on pushing forward. But I yeah.
1: have, I have no doubt. Um, we, the gamer cast, and we were mentioning before, I actually canceled at one time when my daughter was born. Yeah. I was completely overwhelmed with, um, just life and everything. And I thought there's absolutely no way that I can continue this on and things change, you know? So the kids get older, they have different needs and your ability or drive or energy levels. Like it all, it all changes as time goes on. So, just wait for your next one, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Ooh, <laughs> wait for your yeah. second
0: kid. Yeah, we'll see if that happens. Um, No. I think at the enjoy moment, it now, man. I think at the moment we're just like, yeah, one's enough. One's good. Yeah, one's enough.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, enjoy it, dude. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. No, it is fantastic. It's um, Yeah, the best thing that's ever happened to me is having a son, having a little boy. So, yeah, very, very happy. That's awesome. Mm. So, everybody, thank you very much for listening to the House of Murray episode 228. If you enjoy the show... Come over to our Discord community, have a chat with us, talk about games, maybe maybe even share a picture of your food. I don't know if we'll reply to that comment, but it'll be nice to know that you had baked beans for breakfast anyway. And yeah. Yes. I want to know that. Yeah, absolutely. Please let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what should the hashtag for people that got to this point of the episode um, should be, Sean? Uh, it's
1: got to be baked beans for breakfast.
0: Baked beans for breakfast. All right just yeah. we'll say uh thom baked beans how about that sure t T-h- yeah, if you don't want to be a thousand characters. Beans. yeah so mm-hmm. if you listen to this point tag myself at idruby on twitter tag sean at sean capri let us know you're listening to the show that you got to uh the point got through our well got through a lot of my That's assault.
1: the best thing you do man <laughs> i want to copy it so bad it's the best thing you you do well among other great things but i love that you do like a little secret <laughs> code at the end i I love it so much. I want to rip it off so bad.
0: Do it. Do it. I just,
1: it, it nah, I can't.
0: I, I can't even, it wasn't even my idea. So I can't Such even claim one. it. I can't even say that it's the idea I came up with myself, but. No, I love it. Mm. Yes. All right, guys. Well, I, I don't. I really don't want to end this conversation. I've got to be honest, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Want to do like a B side? Here we go. We can just like roll on into a, a flip side. of. No, nah, I probably should end
0: it. Yeah, we better end Two it. Hours. Yeah. No. yeah. We'll save it for another time, Sean. So again, Sean, thank you so Next much week. for for listening and uh, everybody. The doors to the house of Mario, they're closed. <laughs> Catch you later.
1: Were you waiting for like me to hit the button?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I was in my in my mind. I was just like, yeah, just do a little pause.
1: wait a minute. Was the door supposed to be closed by now already? No, they're closed now. <laughs>
0: the house of mario a nintendo podcast is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of south australia the show is produced and hosted by me drew agnew and my co-host is bryce dewitt if you enjoy my work here and on my other podcasts encore at the house of mario a drew story and Kraken furfies help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on apple podcasts and spotify if you would like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com idruby where for only $1 you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.